banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world. But in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks. And the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. I am not frightened of these people. I, I've spent my life serving others, and, and I love my country. This thing is not going to just slip away. They're not going to take us without a fight. I'm going to fight legally and peacefully and within the parameters of the Constitution that I've sworn to serve. But they're going down. These, these men and their high perch and their, their position of power and authority and are walking upon our entire history, our deepest core principles. They're not going to get away with it. They have so far. We'll see. Powerful people in this country, they want to make sure no one hears your, your voice. They want everyone to look at you like a far-right, crazy conspiracy theorist. Is that who you are? No, man. I'm a regular American man. I'm an investigator, police officer by background. I'm going to continue to speak the truth, whether anybody likes it or not. You've always been controversial. And even when you were in law enforcement, you did those uh, Crime Stopper videos that went viral. People loved them. You got a lot of heat for them, too. The Gremlin Street Gang is responsible for hundreds of violent crimes, murders, armed robberies, witness intimidation, burglaries, drug trafficking, extortion, and brutal beatings. We've arrested 10 of these thugs and have warrants on seven more. You will be hunted. You will be tracked. And if you raise your weapon to a man like me, we'll return fire with superior fire. Darren Carter. You think men like these are afraid? Previously on The Pete Santilli Show. saying and she's inside now she is a i mean she gives shout shout outs from president trump every time he does a rally and she's there she gets uh she gets front row right uh and he recognizes her and appreciates her and she gets a shout out so this is coming from her she's got insiders pete and here's the thing um last night as soon as the numbers started rolling in a lot of people started coming um you know the the phones were ringing off the hook why because all of these people who supported ron DeSantis against president trump are and said some horrible nasty things are now coming 
giving back and wanting to be part of the team. And guess what? Trump said, well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And they sent them the snake analogy, right? It ain't going to happen again. So that was good. That was a a little, got a little smile from me. Um, Since this morning, this is great. Uh, You know, a lot of people don't like some of these people, but their endorsements mean a lot. Um, You've got um, Rick Scott, who was the former Florida uh, governor, has now endorsed Trump, Newt Gingrich. Uh, All of these people are now coming out and they're saying this is bandwagoners. Tommy Lahren, who personally got on my nerves. She was a big Ron DeSantis fan. She went and you have that clip um, in there. Uh, She personally went on Fox News last night as an analyst and she was saying it's over. It is time for everybody to uh, coalesce, get behind Donald Trump. The work that we do, believe it or not, um, we try not to say it when we show up to work. It's very dangerous. Uh, And how do I know that? Well, I never thought that uh, by broadcasting the fact that Hillary Clinton was taking $130 million from Uranium One on January 25th of 2016, that 10 hours later, I would have been in shackles and they didn't release me for 619 days. Never would have thought that that would have happened. So delivering the truth, um, one thing, uh, talking out in opposition to Hillary Clinton and this cabal that uh, we're suffering through, that's another. Them scooping me up on a false indictment. I don't break the law, by the way. I don't. Never have. When they scooped me up, I was just shocked. I thought I'd be out a couple days. And they said, no, he's a danger to society. They literally had hundreds of attorneys combing through all my clips. They sliced and diced them and took out and excerpted the clips and said, listen, Your Honor, listen to what he said about Hillary Clinton. Boom. And they just played it in Dolby 5.1 stereo and just went boom, boom, boom. Then showed a clip of me holding up a gun. And me talking about, you know, saying, oh, God forbid, and standing over a police officer with a badge, you know, and a gun because he crashed through my door. And they're saying he's a danger to law enforcement. We can't let him out because we won't be able to go get. And, and by the way, that conversation was had in the state of Ohio where you, you can't do no knock warrants. You actually have to announce your presence. You can't just come busting through the door. And it was in response to an incident where in Arizona, there was this guy, he had a, you know, an AR in his hand and the uh, uh, people came through the unannounced, busted his door down, and he shot and killed the law enforcement officers. The greatest battles to be fought in the future will not be with nuclear weapons that have the power to transform planet Earth into a spinning graveyard. The greatest battle that you're going to fight in the future will be on the battlefield of your mind. Isaiah 26.3 says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind. 
What is truth? Truth is not your opinion. Truth is what God's Word says it is. Truth is right opposed to wrong. Truth is good opposed to evil. Truth is fact opposed to fiction. Truth has power. Truth destroys hypocrisy. Truth exposes deceit. Truth is not swayed by flattery. Truth will not tolerate evasion. On the battlefield of your mind, the greatest enemy that you're going to face is you. Right now, I want you to be the judge and jury of your thoughts. Do you see yourself as hopeful, joyous, peaceful, or are you bitter, resentful, burned out? You are sons and daughters of the Most High God. The royal blood of heaven is flowing in your veins. Do not allow the past to control you. Do not allow other people to control you. Be somebody. God created a special person when you were born. God never creates a nobody. Do it in Jesus' name. He is almighty, he is all-knowing, he is all-powerful. He is Emmanuel, God with us, the hope of glory. He is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. He is our shield, he is our buckler, he is our rock, he is our fortress, he is our high tower, he is our shelter in the time of the storm. He is the Lord of glory, he is the light of the world, the Lion of Judah, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. Give him praise in this house. Stop whining about the attacks on our life. Attack him. Bind him. Crush him. Put your foot on the head of the devil. No weapon formed against us shall ever prosper. Give the Lord praise in the house. His angels go before you to make a way for you. They are your rear guard. He guides and he provides. He leads in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because the God of heaven is with me. Tomorrow's are as bright as the sunrise. Our God lives. He has all power in heaven and on earth. The just shall live by faith. Faith is not believing God can do it. Faith is believing that God will do it for you today. into this room at your own risk because it leads to the future not a future that will be but one that might be this is not a new world it is simply an extension of what began in the old one it has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time it has refinements technological advances and a more sophisticated approach to the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, 
It has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. gentlemen welcome to market ultra i am uh the i'm so honored of course be the master of ceremonies for this very special broadcast that you know what uh it's gonna be um i'll be the master of ceremonies for this i say this final broadcast flying solo as pete santilli and i'll be joined by my my lovely co-host, and her name is going to be converted to Deb Santilli. That's going to be actually kind of cool. But Craig Winklowitz, welcome and good morning to you. How are you? Good. Good morning, Pete. Good Big morning. day's coming. Big day's ahead, right? Big day. I wonder if she's getting, uh, if she's got an opportunity here to put her parachute on and, you know. Yeah, she's still got the chance, right? She does. <laughs> she's not turning back. She's always said she's, uh, no matter what, she's going to ride shotgun with me. Uh, yeah, and, that's and, great. and she is mostly yeah. peacefully, right? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, so Craig, uh, this morning, good morning. We're going to say hello. Um, as we always do, I need to get you, um, in tune with the, how to grab that, um, uh, that chat room so we can say hello to everybody. Uh, Rico six, what's going on? Angie, there she is. Angie always on the back line, of course. Um, Bill tennis, mostly peacefully. Uh, that's right. She's a good woman, says Freedom Foxtrot. Everybody, uh, good morning to you, uh, Craig. Craig, I titled uh, this morning's show, we were talking about, um, and I, I like how you coined uh, his name, Vivek Obamaswamy. <laughs> He's officially uh, infiltrated uh, Team Trump. There's a so much to unpack with that right there. We could literally spend an entire week uh, educating the public on Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, 
And I think we do. I think we do that over the next month or so. It doesn't hurt, right? He's going to he's gonna drop a little bit out of the spotlight, but he's still going to be in the background talking, you know, going up on stage. He'll be part of the whole process. But I think we do go back and reinvestigate him while it's fresh in our heads because he's got quite a storied background for being a pretty young guy. Yeah. And um, all right. So here's uh, how I'd like to begin, because everyone's like, oh, my goodness, uh, I'm still stuck on stupid with every good thing that Vivek Ramaswamy said, which that includes me, you know, because um, he was saying all the right things and he wasn't attacking. But as soon as he tagged and started attacking Trump and then exploiting the, you know, um, the unknowing, you know, that woman, I, I did a special clip. Um, very, very, like in almost a predatory fashion, uh, trying to convince her, oh, vote for me, you know, we'll save Trump. And I'm like, ah, that's just kind of sleazy. But um, I, I, it was a smelling salt for me. I turned on him. But last night, um, and, and this is going to have, now, now, listen, the biotech industry, all this stuff, for everybody out there that is upset every time uh, President Trump says Operation Warp Speed, all right? Vivek Ramaswamy uh, has been sought after by one of the top researchers in the world. His name is Dr. David Martin. Okay. When Dr. David Martin says that Vivek Ramaswamy's ROYVANT, R-O-Y VANT, R-O-Y stands for Return on Investment, VANT, uh, that his company provided the license for the development of the MRNA, right, with Moderna, and he developed lipid nanoparticulates in the freaking jab. He's involved in helping to develop the bioweapon. Uh, his company, this is, he cannot disconnect from that. There's no way. Dr. David Martin provided all the SEC filings. Um, he showed a direct connection to Vivek Ramaswamy's development of nanoparticulates in the freaking bioweapon death jab. Uh, and of course, the, the chimpanzees that are surrounding President Trump, I'm sure, aren't going to do a few Google searches to verify all of that. So what did they do last night? Um, you know, President Trump, you got, God bless the guy. I mean, he's got, can you imagine what we have to deal with just to produce a show? He's literally flying the United States of America with 197 countries, part of a globalist plan to take him down. That one man has all of that on his shoulders. I still love President Trump, but I'm going to at least, hopefully, we'll be able to eke through some information that's going to tell President Trump who he has at the podium. He might as well bring Burks and Fauci back up to the to the podium, you know, and you know what I mean? Just continue the trend of deception, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. You know, the so you know, Vivek sounds so good, right? He says he's very smart, right? And he's a very quick student. And brilliant. so when he, brilliant, very brilliant, right? And we have to be concerned about that because about a month ago, six weeks ago, when he was starting to come out, I watched a lot of the offbeaten podcasts with him popping in. And, you know, uh, some of them were an hour, two hours, some of them were, you know, hot podcasts, right? You know, some of them were, you know, ones that we would know more about, right? But they, I, I tried to get as much on this guy as I could. <clears throat> and what's interesting is there were topics that would come up and he knew nothing about. 
right? And he would, and someone would quiz him on it, right? Some, you know, independent journalist would have some topic and, and he wouldn't know a thing about it. The next time I'd see him, he knew everything about that. Mm-hmm. So that was what was concerning. He knew all the talking points. So he must have himself and someone in the background just taking any single topic they can get their hands on and then just creating a laundry list underneath it. And this guy must have a photographic memory or something because he's able to just rifle through these talking points now. And he's very smooth. It just, it's very concerning to me when I watch that. And, and like I said, I want to know, cause this guy seems totally above board, but when you watch these offbeat podcasts and you watch him not know a topic and then all of a sudden he's an expert on it, you know, and he taught it just, and that's why I nicknamed him Obama Swami because Obama was just like that. It's very, very concerning to me. I hope he's for real, but I just, something tells me he's not. Well, you know, what, what is for real? Dr. David Martin, uh, 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 it spoke very eloquently to it. He said, this is not an attack on you. It's full transparency. Here are your right. SEC filing filings. Mm-hmm. Here's your connection. Here's the announcement of the relationship between the two companies, one of which you were running and had the license and patents, and you've got court filings, you know, trying to protect your patents on the development of lipid nanoparticles. Basically, Vivek Ramaswamy, his company, developed the nanoparticulates that are just going to get inside your system and jack your genetics. And nobody speaks of that uh, other than Dr. David Martin. So, uh, so anyways, so what we have to do for full transparency reasons, right? Um, maybe he didn't understand the full implications of developing nanoparticulates to go get in your past the blood brain barrier and turn you into a freaking two way communication device under 5g and DARPA. Maybe he didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe he didn't know you know i mean it's hard to believe that you know when you're dealing nanotechnology right what that means is you can fit a thousand of nano you know particulates on the side on the, the width of a hair right so you're talking about some pretty sophisticated stuff when you're able to observe and see things at that level i can't believe people are just stumbling upon this stuff right i mean mm. does that make sense yeah I mean, they, they, you don't stumble upon nanotech oh 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 he just dropped out oh my goodness are you kidding me there you are you're back hey yeah sorry yeah it's not it's not an accident i would side with david martin um every time i i he's a solid guy does great research he's in the spotlight can't afford i mean he would have lawsuits all over him if he wasn't speaking the truth so I'm a huge fan of David Martin. I'm oh, very yeah. skeptical of Vivek Ramaswamy. And we can go through the list. It's very well structured. If you look at Royvant mm-hmm. and all the subsidiaries underneath it, it's very well organized, very well orchestrated, almost to the point where how can someone at age 40 or whatever be able to put something like that together? I just, it's just a little too good to be true for me. All right. Let's, uh, if you don't mind, uh, and then when we come back, uh, I just want to open up, um, uh, open up the show. Um, to, to, to let you guys know. I mean, he just got on a plane. By the way, this guy's got some, some quirkiness at the executive level. Did you know he's got three army rangers? Guess what their jobs are? Uh, to run uh, as the advance team to make sure that the hotel he's staying in and his environment, he demands that the air conditioning is set at 64 degrees. 64 degrees. He's got one army ranger guy 
right, that goes into the hotel and sets the hotel room to 60. That's that's some weird stuff. And he's, I guess, does he the flies. White House, does the White House, can they even get the White House that cold? Uh, maybe it can't work out for him. Maybe they can't even get the White House to 64 degrees. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. By the way, and it's not R-O-Y event, it's R-O-I event. And, and somebody wrote that in the chat room, uh, Freedom uh, Foxtrot. R-O-Y event, return on investment event. This guy's a slick salesperson. He's absolutely brilliant as a salesperson. But let's go, uh, let's go to this, um, uh, this clip of uh, the speech. I'm going to play it all the way through, and then we're going to come back. Let's go back through the uh, the data calendar, see what we got coming up uh, on Wednesday. And then, of course, cover uh, business news. Uh, one bit of information is that we have an update on the economy uh, in Davos. Uh, Rent-a-chick is, like, fully booked. Did you know that? They, sex worker industry is booming in Davos. You can't yeah. even get oh, yeah. a $25 hooker right now because all the elite have gobbled them all up in Davos, and Switzerland. And, and Hunter, right? Hunter, Hunter's got the rest of them. Yeah, he's cutting a deal, I'm sure. All right, you guys, uh, listen to uh, this speech. You know, And re just remember when President Trump announces him, remember how he pushed um, uh, John Bolton on us, same thing. And, and you can't blame President Trump. I mean, how, how's he going to be able to do background and research? President Trump's got a lot of people around him who are what I call chimpanzees that don't know how to Google uh, Vivek Obamaswamy. Did you last night? I was honored to receive the endorsement of a man who has become a true leader and earned the admiration of so many patriots. I've been a friend of his, even though we were competing against each other. But I was a friend of his, and we got along. And he was saying he's a great president. I kept saying, "Why is he running?" Hold on a second. I got. Do I have an audio issue? I heard boom, 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 boom in my ear. Angie, you doing okay? How did that sound? How did this? Angie, audio dropped out? There was an echo. Huh, interesting. Oh, I know why. Yes, hmm? possibly. I don't know. I think. Let me see. Yes, that's why. Thank you very much. Sorry about that, folks. Everybody say thank you to Angie. We're steak and potatoes, by the way. Uh, that's how we roll. As a matter of fact, I don't want to do any better than what we're doing right now. We got we got band-aids. We got, you know, roll of toothpaste, some opti grabs, an ashtray, a lamp, right? And my foot, down, chicken wire. And my, uh, my slippers. There you go. That's how we're going to roll. But he's a fantastic guy, a very smart guy. He's got some tremendous ideas, and uh, he's young, and he's got some young ideas, too, and that's a good thing. So he has a big, beautiful, bright future ahead, Vivek Ramaswamy. Come on up, Vivek. guys it's good to see you it's good to be back to new hampshire we miss you guys 
We're going to make this happen, and you guys know this well. You know this man. You know why we're here, patriots across the state. We are in the middle of a war in this country. That's what this is. It's not a war between black and white. It's not between Democrat and Republican, even in a deeper sense. It's between the permanent state and the everyday citizen. Between those of us who love the United States of America and a fringe minority who hates this country and what we stand for. And right now we need a commander-in-chief who will lead us to victory in this war. That's what we need in this country. You got to know you're in a war to win one. You can't win one if you're sleeping the switch, have your head stuck in the sand like most Republicans. And I think that's going to require somebody who isn't bought and paid for, a businessman, not a politician. Anybody heard of that? And that's why I was in this race, but I'll tell you, the people of Iowa spoke loud and clear last night, and I'm a big believer that we, the people, create a government that is accountable to us, not the other way around. That we, the people, choose who leads this country. And so we heard we, the people, last night, and that is why last evening I met my friend here, we met in person, and I that I would endorse Donald J. Trump, President of the United States, and do everything in my power to lead us to victory in this war. It is a 1776 moment right now. That's where we live right now. You want to know what does it mean to be a Republican today? It means we believe in the ideals of 1776. Ideals like freedom and merit and the pursuit of excellence. That you get ahead in this country, not on the color of your skin, but on the content of your character and your contributions. End affirmative action. End DEI. We are done with the nonsense. Send it back home. It means you believe in the rule of law. And I say this as the kid of legal immigrants to this country. That means your first act of entering this country cannot break the law. And that is why we need to use our military to secure our own southern border in this country. That's what it means to stand for the rule of law in the United States of America. It means the people we elect to run the government needs to be the ones who actually run the government, not the shadow government in the deep state that runs the show today. This man is going to get in there this time around and actually shut down that deep state. Not messing around this time anymore. That's how we win this war in this country. And the way we're actually going to do this in the long run and win this this time around is with elections we need to secure in this country for the long run. You want to know what needs to happen in this country? Single day voting on election day as a national holiday with paper ballots, government issued ID to match the voter file and English as the sole language that appears on a ballot. And I'm confident this man will be the one to get us there. And so this is how we get our country back. Now, black or white is deeper than that. These are the ideals of the American Revolution. And you know what? We do have some enemies that we need to defeat on the other side, but we have challenges to address in our own party right here at home. So you know what? If you want somebody who's going to foist onto you to use your social media account, you want to use a driver's license to do it, to have the inter right to use the Internet, this man's not your man. There's another candidate in this race who'll do that for you. It's Nikki Haley. <laughs> You want 
to send, you want to cut Social Security, you want to cut Medicare, you want to cut veterans benefits so we can fork over more money to Ukraine so some kleptocrat can buy a bigger house? Vote for Nikki Haley, not this man right here. But if you want to actually put an agenda that puts Americans first, to say that the moral obligation of your leaders is to the citizens of this country, not another one, there is not a better choice left in this race than this man right here. And that is why I am asking you to do the right thing as New Hampshire and to vote for Donald J. Trump as your next president, because we're not working with a lot of time here. If our kids are in high school before we get this right, we don't have a country left. That's what it means. We've been celebrating our diversity and our differences for so long that we forgot all of the ways that we are the same as Americans, bound by that common set of ideals that set this country into motion. We believe those ideals still exist. This man is going to be your next president to revive them. E pluribus unum. From many, one. And you know how we're doing it? We're doing it by speaking the truth at every step of the way. There are two genders in this country. Period. That is the truth. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear energy. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. Capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government in the United States, not four. And the U.S. Constitution is the strongest and greatest guarantor of freedom in human history. That is the truth. We fight for the truth. We stand up for the truth. That is what won us the American Revolution. That is what reunited us after the Civil War. That is what won us two world wars and the Cold War. That is what still gives hope to the free world. And if we can revive that dream over group identity and victimhood and grievance, then nobody in the world, not a nation, not a corporation, not a virus, not China is going to defeat us. That is what American exceptionalism is all about. That is what we are going to revive to, yes, make America great again. Vote for this man right here in the New Hampshire primary. God bless you and your families. And may God bless our United States of America. Thank you, New Hampshire. It's good to see you guys. We're coming back and winning this in a landslide. We will not stop until we get this job done. Thank you all. God bless you and your family. Thank you, thank you. Wow, that's how was that? Pretty good, right? That was pretty good, and he's a fantastic guy, and he's really uh He's got something that's uh, very special because he started off with a Zippo and he's got, he ended up very strong. He did a great job. I was actually surprised when he called because he was doing well. And uh, it's an honor to have his endorsement. He's going to be working with us and he'll be working with us for a long time.
Yeah. So there you have it. He's going to be working with. And you know what? I, I guess it's okay. Transparency, I would say, is the most important thing. This isn't an attack and it's not being divisive. President Trump, I believe, deserves to know who Anthony Fauci is. You know, he deserves to know who uh, Burks is. He deserves to know who Pence is. Uh, and he found out, unfortunately, on all three of those people well after the effect. I say never again. So uh, if we can put out information, and trust me, he pops in to shows, and especially, you know, if, if somebody said, oh, Pete Santilli's out there, oh, my goodness, I, I don't even want to tell you what happened with somebody that was very influential. All of their trolls, uh, there was a comment that was made, and this very influential person contacted me, wanted to rebut it, and it turned into, you know, a big nightmare. So his people will grab it and say, oh, Pete Santilli may be saying something negative. Uh, no, it's not negative. Uh, just as long as you know that Vivek Ramaswamy was a member of a Jewish secret societies organization at Yale, you know, just as long as you know that. I mean, he didn't talk about that at the podium, right? Yeah. Like, what were you doing as part of a Jewish secret society at Yale? Why, you know, why, how did that work? And, and he'll have an explanation for it all. But let's just be transparent, lay it out there. Uh, little do people know that I think it was George Soros's brother um, provided a grant. George Soros's brother helped pay for his education. He went to Harvard and Yale. All right, he's is he with the skull and bones type of secret society? Uh, no, uh, the organization he was part of is a little bit more transparent, a, a little bit more uh, overt. Those guys are covert. Um, but little do people know, those that he's speaking to are really upset about Operation Warp Speed. This guy is 100 times worse than that. He's literally developing nanoparticulates that have you wired up on 5G, sending data back to DARPA under freaking mind control. Well, I don't know what, you know what they're doing with these lipid nanoparticles. But let's just be transparent. Roy Vant and his companies, and he claims to be a scientist, but I say this, he's one of the slickest, brightest, absolutely the one of the brightest salespeople on planet Earth. On planet Earth. Second to President Trump. Yeah, and when you, when you watch him and you take away the face and you take away the voice, the, the gestures look a lot like Obama to me. You know, the finger pointing, the, the hand waving, it just, it, I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm very skeptical because of what we've been through for the past, you know, 60 years, really. I mean, you know, we've been lied to since Kennedy, at least. Yeah. We've been lied to how we got into the wars, right? All that stuff. Every war we've gotten into has been a lie, right? They're all covers ups, cover ups. So I'm just very, very skeptical. I think, I hope Trump is skeptical too. Um, I, I think he is, you know, is he putting these guys out front? you know, so that we can watch, you know, because here's the thing, as much as I like Alex Jones, the, the audience has asked Alex Jones multiple times when you have, cause he's buddies with Vivek now too. Right. So he's on there quite a bit. And the audience has asked Alex, Hey, when he's on next time, ask him about his background in pharmaceuticals, ask him about his backgrounds in nanotechnology mm -hmm. and Alex won't do it. Right. He never does it. And so let's just run through this real quick, what these things are. So I don't, 
that I didn't know what RO, I didn't, I mean, I know ROI, return on investment, but I didn't realize that's it. So if that's his top company, that's the one at the top, underneath it, he has Affavant, Covant, Datavant. Yes. Datavant, right? Data that fits with right. what you're talking about, 5G. Right. Genavant, Hermavant, Immunavant, Kinavant, Locavant, Preavant, and Cyvant. And then there's some others, Altavant, Enzavant, Myovant, Spiravant, Uravant. So, and then there's even more after that. So if you think about it, you've got ROI at the top, return on investment, and you've got all these other ones, right, that are all feeding into that. Mm-hmm. It's where it's very well structured. It's it's not, I mean, I get it. He's well-trained, Harvard, you know, Yale, smart guy, obviously very smart, top of his class at St. X in Cincinnati, right? I get all this stuff. But it's another, you know, uh, um, Zuckerberg, right, you know, Bezos, right, these boy geniuses, you know, even Elon Musk, right, we're starting to see him expose himself a little bit because he doesn't like what's happening to him. Uh-huh. All these all these boy wonders, right? Look, Pete, you're up at 2.30 in the morning, right, getting stuff ready. I mean, yep. you can't work any harder. You know, how do these guys do this at age 25 or age 28? How do they grow a company? And I just always ask the question about these boy wonders. And, and to me, you know, Obama Swami is another boy wonder, right? I'm very, very skeptical. So I just wish that he would get up there and explain his background, explain how he got into this, walk us through it, you know, because then maybe I could get a little more trust, but he dodges it all the time. Nobody, he, no, no one can pierce that veil. He won't discuss it. I've never seen him really discuss it. So mm. it's very concerning. Transparency is, uh, and I, I love actually the, um, the uh, he's almost ambassadorial when it comes, he's the, the top researcher in the world. He's uh, approached the EU parliament. He's exposed, he's got the best data, the most reliable facts related to the consp- the criminal conspiracy uh, to, to cover up the bioweapon. Um, you know, we have prima facie evidence like on remdesivir that Fauci and Ralph Barrett, that's Dr. David Martin, um, who came out during the Iowa caucuses. And, you know, Vivek responded to Dr. David Martin. I didn't see that. What was the response? Um, uh, well, um, you know, they, they were exchanging uh, pleasantries. Vivek was uh, concerned about, you know, people digging up dirt, you know, on the uh, during the Iowa caucuses. They went back and forth, and he said, "No, I'm Dr. David Martin. By the way, I have all of your SEC filings, and here's a, you know, here's your own documentation of your direct involvement, right, in licensing lipid nanoparticles and development of Moderna. I mean, this, I mean, the guy has the facts, and he says, "No, this isn't about attacking you. It's about transparency. As long as you can go to the podium and say." I was wrong. I'm actually, I've got everyone genetically modified, like a freaking, uh, an, an ear of corn. I'm really sorry about that. You know, just come around and say that. Yep. Say it. Well, and like we showed the Donahue clip yesterday on, on Donald Trump, right? Not the one that we wanted, but very good nonetheless. And yep. it was, you see who he was, you know, you know, what, 40 years ago, right? So you see that transparency, right? And he says, I'm not afraid, you know, to take advantage of tax situations if everyone else is doing it too, right? It's gotta be a fair level playing field. And I just wish that instead of, oh, I'll call, I'm gonna continue to call him Obama Swami. If Obama Swami could be educating us on, you know, so much right now in his area of expertise, how much does he talk about that? Very, very little, if any at all. I haven't seen it. 
I'm not to say it's not out there, but you know, I haven't seen it. You know what would be great, ultimately? If, if uh, Ramaswamy is who, you know, we, we have been perceiving him to be, anti-deep state. If he were to come out and say, man, I had all this stuff going on, but this one little thing just hangs in my, you know, in my background. When I found out what they were doing with the lipid nanoparticles and attaching that to uh, the jab and the military was involved, and I want to expose the deep state, and I want to do so with President Trump. The, with, that, it, it'd be over. It'd be over. The, the, the globalists would be done. Why would he not want to do that? Why would you want to avoid that? Maybe that's the case. Maybe that's the, why they're forming alliances. Maybe that's why Ramaswamy went to New Hampshire immediately. We don't know. So we have to cover the truth. These are the facts to the best of our ability. Most people don't even know. Like how many people know right now in our chat room that Vivek Ramaswamy is tied to LNPs, uh, lipid nanoparticles, and his company, Roy Vant. How many people even knew that? Because it's never discussed. That's the problem when you're not discussing it, correct? That's what I think. That's what I think that's too. Right. And that's why we do Market Ultra. The stuff that is not in the visible or auditory range. We talk about that uh, because those facts materialize and they're typically suppressed, right? Um, well, after we've discussed it, and Craig, uh, another point of emphasis here. Uh, this show will evolve. We now have a, a library, a body of work where we're taking a look. Uh, when we look at the charts and you guys get used to the term um, harmonics. There's things that are being said out there in the, what, what, do, you, what do you call it? The, the, the numeric verse, right? the numbers that are out there, right? Is, is it universally? Can you speak to that and, and, and talk about, it's, it's not even esoteric. I don't want to call it esoteric. Um, it exists. Those numbers, okay, are, are of God, of the universe, cannot be manipulated. And mankind's always trying to corrupt or co-opt those. Those numbers exist. The stuff that we're going to talk about almost cannot be manipulated. Uh, it can be spun. Like people can try to go for a grab. But ultimately, what's happening with the natural markets, right? Whether it be petro, the dollar, precious metals, it, it's happening outside of the realm of what you can see in here. You can't mess with it. It's, it's, it's God's um, code, per se, right? Yeah. Well, and think about it, you know, there's 8 billion or, or so people on earth, right? So we're told, you know, assuming the statistics are correct, but, you know, we even have to question that at this point. So we're all connected, right? And that's the thing, you know, and so when a few people try to manipulate the, co the connectedness of 8 billion people, ultimately the 8 billion people went out, right? The majority wins out, the truth bubbles up. And so think of it like that, but also think of it in terms of, you know, at some point we'll do some you know, we'll do some sessions or we'll do it, you know, live, we'll do some technical analysis where we'll, we'll, we'll look at, you know, what we'll call Fibonacci, geometric ratios, you know, 
the divine sacred geometry, right? These things that are just mathematical proportions that show up everywhere. They show up in your body, your fingers, your arm, the lengths of your arm, your legs, your hips, your your eyeballs, where they're placed. I mean, you know, Fibonacci, a lot of these artists have, have mastered that, whether it's music, they understand how to put together music so that it's appealing, right, to the ear. They know how to put together art so that it's appealing to the eyeballs, appealing to the brain, because this is just the way things work. If you look at, you know, the way a tree forms, right? It's never the same, but there's patterns inside the way that tree forms, the branches form. You know, um, look inside fruit, you're gonna see the same kind of structures, right? Expansion, contraction. So it's everywhere we look, right? It's in every, and so that's the God part that comes through all the time. And so these markets are connected to all that stuff as well, because there's a demand, right? So. There's things that go on, right? There's magnetic structures, you know, the magnetic poles, you know, this is such a great story. I'll just throw this one out there real quick. You know, uh -huh. the, the, mon the monarch butterfly, right? Goes from Mexico all the way to Canada and it takes three generations for it to get there, right? It's got to basically stop and it transfers its location. It transfers its some, his some uh, genetic history. And so these butterflies are able to keep doing the same thing over and over. And that's because they're connected through some through some sort of a magnetic force mm. and that's the same thing that drives all of us right we're all connected we just lose touch with that right because we get so caught up in the news the data all these things you know our, our lives making a living you know busy kids you know parents you know brothers and sisters all this stuff we get so busy we lose touch with the reality of what's going on and so when we do that you know we have to go back and study nature so that we see like what is the truth right? What are these true things that are going on underneath the surface, right? Which we talk about. It's like the Buffalo, they can hear an earthquake coming before it comes because they feel the rumblings, right? Oh yeah. So they're, they're in touch. So the, the key is that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to get back in touch with, you know, like what is really going on. And so a good place to do that is the markets because we get emotion there, right? We get sentiment, right? People get, people get stirred up. It's money, right? It's, it's your future, right? It's your, you know, your power, right? Your safety, your security, right? All these emotions, fear and greed, all these emotions enter into the equation of, you know, lack of oil or lack of food or lack of air, right? Or lack of water, right? I mean, we take a lot of these things for granted in this country, but the point is that it's all connected, right? And so when we look at the markets, the beauty is it funnels into these markets. We call it energy, right? Crude oil, natural gas. It funnels into currency, right? We look at the currencies. We look at the metals, right? We got copper, silver, aluminum, palladium, platinum, right? We can look at all these together. And we can look at stock markets, right, across the world. So we can look at these, the way these things, you know, are funneled into a space where we can actually look at the numbers. We can extract numbers. We can work with the numbers, right, until we find these these things that go on, these harmonic structures that just exist, right? And, the, and just like, you know, hardly ever do you see a watermelon that doesn't look like a watermelon, right? It always looks like a watermelon. Some of them may be better than others, but they always same thing with the markets, right? They always, you know, they're, the same kind of stuff comes out of them, right? So that's why these harmonics are so pervasive, no matter what market we put them on. And that's why we use them, right? To give us that foundational structure. Yes, sir. Um... Yes. Awesome. Now, if we could, um, what I want to do, I just want to, I want to, uh, break away here. We uh, got a late start. I don't want to call it a late start. You know what, you guys, I'm not stressing out here. This is going to be, 
uh, my last day until we break away. And I want to let everybody know, programming note, uh, Craig is going to be all set up to uh, to open us up. We're going to do some best of rebroadcasts on the stream. But Craig is going to open, open us up at 7 o'clock in the morning, 7 a.m. with Market Ultra. Um, he's going to have the steering wheel for probably, I don't know, 10 minutes to an hour, depending on how nervous you are. I say nervous, you know, because everyone's pretty scary. You know, if you look in the chat room, they're going to tell you whether you suck or not, as they always do with me. Well, I, don't, I can't even see the chat room. So there's <laughs> no that's room. good. So you all know. So it'll be up to an hour. So Craig is going to open up on on Thursday, on Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. Uh, and then, of course, the the big, uh, the ball drops, as they say, on, on the 20th for the uh, illustrious and vivacious Deb Dor Jordan. She's is formerly known as Jeb, Deb Jordan. Uh, Deb Santilli. We still haven't changed the graphics, but uh, I'm not going to stress. Let's um, uh, let's break it away here. Come back, Craig, and let's take a look at the week's uh, data, how it rolls out, and start hitting it. And also today, um, I think everybody needs to know when I start bringing up Dr. David Martin, facts about Ramaswamy. Uh, when I say this, um, and if President Trump is listening, he needs to fire everybody. If he doesn't know any of this stuff, if he knows it and he's making a decision, maybe there's a plan uh, to reveal all this stuff, which is great, right? Uh, but the American public deserves to know. Uh, I, I don't like the whole secret society thing that you know that's going on behind the scenes. Sure, make the right decision, attack your opponents. But our listening audience is going to know the truth about Vivek Obamaswamy. All right. Everybody stay right there. Uh, Deb will be joining us here as we ride shotgun. We're going to, I'm not stressing out at all. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not going to be stressing out. Uh, and we will continue um, this broadcast um, as we ask you to support our sponsors as well. Lord, we need it. Uh, we need your support. We will not be able to do this without your support because now I'm going to have a billionaire coming after me uh, for speaking out against him, right? We'll be right back, you guys. Don't go away. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. 
It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own my coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. Banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world. But in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks. And the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. Yeah. <laughs> she did. Wow. I sang She's, it to you. 
she sang it to me and I, I, I was <laughs> steamrolled by her enthusiasm. That's uh, Deb, formerly known as Jordan uh, Santilli. Yeah. This is the last, what, one of the last morning broadcasts where she'll be referred to as her prince name. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Did you know that Deb could sing? I do remember that. Was yeah. that her? Was that her singing? Was that's that her. Singing? That's her. That's yeah. Beautiful. That's Deb. Deb. Deborah R. Jordan. Wow. Formerly known as. Right. Now she's going to be a Marine by injection. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. What? <laughs> <laughs> I should show oh, that video. Man. You're right. My life. Yes. Okay. So Deb's in the background right now. Look, you know, seriously, uh, Craig, you need, you need to get serious here. We need, we got business to do. We do. <laughs> we do have business to do. Check this out. Let, let's get, let, let's look right into, uh, look at that calendar, that big fat data calendar uh, for the week, Craig. Yeah, so um, you know we're already, so, we're already on Wednesday, but if you can just do do us a, a, a quick review Monday, right? The fifth. Yeah, yeah, great. So of course the World Economic Forum meetings have kicked up in Davos, Switzerland. We're, um, while I'm flying solo, um, I'm going to do try to do a really good job of going through all the different speakers that have been out there, <clears throat> trying to group them. Now that we see this coming through, a lot of stuff is being said. Um, very fascinating, the, <clears throat> the change in tone this year from last year. Um, they're looking, they're basically looking for, trying to look for forgiveness, right? That's kind of their theme. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but they don't really care. They still march ahead. That's just what they put on their banner. So anyway, so we're going to dive into that over the next couple of days. Different speakers, different themes going on at the World Economic Forum. Um, and the WPI on, in Germany, that's a fascinating one because it's showing a lot of weakness in Europe, okay? And that's changing. Those kind of things are changing the theme over there that they're going to be looking for rate cuts <clears throat> going into – Christine Lagarde kind of oversees the European zone. She said no rate cuts, but now we're starting to see they're going to have to do some rate cuts. Christine Lagarde is going to be speaking today, Thursday, Friday at, at the World Economic Forum. That's going to get fascinating. Um, and uh, let's see, we had uh, Tuesday, right? Tuesday, we got uh, we had Empire State. Let's just do a quick review because past couple days we've uh, no, there will be shows, by the way, Carl, Carl, Benji. Uh, and and yes, please welcome uh, Craig as he opens up the show. And then we're going to do the rebroadcast. But we'll be running the stream for the three or four hours that we normally do. Uh, Tuesday, we had Empire State uh, mortgage. Is that mortgage index? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, we jumped in uh, um, for Tuesday. Yeah, so we had um, on Tuesday, we had the Empire State came in very weak. We jumped in yesterday and covered that. Um, the weakest reading that we've seen, even weaker than 2008. The only thing that, that was weaker was the COVID shutdowns, of mm -hmm. course. Mm -hmm. um, very, again, another important number to pay attention to. Um, we had Bailey speaking not a huge deal we won't go into that not worth taking a lot of stuff going on in england though you know another <laughs> but we, we will skip over that and then we had uh, chinese industrial production um come in at uh let's see it came in at 6.8 so slightly better than expected right nothing you know but we can't trust that we're looking at china china's recessionary right now 
Um, it's also adding to the global deflation. It's kind of keeping the U.S. better on a relative basis. Money's coming out of China, coming into coming into the U.S. So um, we'll just kind of keep an eye on China. Wednesday. Um, Unloading on Wednesday. Look at that. Yeah, we've got quite a bit today. So um, we probably have that final CPI reading. Let me see if we've got that on Europe yet. Um, CPI, that's the consumer uh, price index, right? CPI. Yeah. Um, where the yeah. buffoons over at the administration uh, have gone to the podium and said, oh, the numbers look promising. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Joe Biden, they're probably pumped up on B12 too. Uh. <laughs> the, it did come through. We've got final core CPI year over year, came in at 3.4 as expected. Uh, final CPI year over year came in at 2.9 as expected. So funny how they hit those numbers spot on again um and then um german bond auction wasn't quite as good as they thought but then um we'll start off a little bit with housing so we're going to get some housing data this week an ahb housing market index um and probably do a little bit do, of covering the housing market too because i think emphasize, a turning point. if you don't mind just uh, just because it's uh it, it's relatively new um to people that just might be popping in. And that was intended that way. Um, for To bring this kind of information to you, you have to be paying attention with everything that's going on in the world. Um, because there's a group of people who are in Davos that are paying attention to what you should be paying attention to. And, and it's to divert your attention away from everything that we're gonna cover. But this stuff does matter. Just emphasize that one point for somebody's like, what the hell is this market? Blah, 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 numbers, I don't know. You better be paying attention because we've got that duffel bag full of trillions of dollars. You got President Trump on one handle and the 197 countries, okay, the globalists, right, no powers that be, pulling the other way. There will be a new world order out of this thing, and it's happening right. We're immersed in this battle for that duffel bag, are we not? Yeah, we are. And um, how do you put this in a sum? So cryptocurrency is a good analogy for, you know, we, we talk about that in the, the ledger for the cryptocurrency, right? Um, where this information is stored, right? We're going to talk a little bit later this week about tokenization, okay? We're going to talk about the ledger. We're going to talk about this stuff because it relates to everything else. It's where they're going to start. So it used to be you watch TV. Now the TV watches you, right? So that's what's changed over the last 10 to 15 years, 20 years, 25 years probably. So the TV started watching us, right? Our phones are watching us, right? Mm -hmm. These things are watching us. So when we look at this, you know, we want to keep that in mind and we want to keep in mind where they're taking us, tokenization, central bank digital currencies, the ledger, all these different things, they're, they're pervasive across all spaces, right? Whether it's your bodily autonomy, whether it's your home, whether it's your finances, whether it's your social credit score, whether it's your carbon emissions, you'll see this themes running across all this. And so that's what we look for is main themes, frameworks that we can work from, right? We always love frameworks. And we're going to try to lay down some of these frameworks going forward. So this economic data fits into that framework, right? It's by itself, it's just noise, right? You're like, oh, CPI, PPI, WPI, RPI, right? All these different things, right? It doesn't mean anything until you give it a framework, right? So our goal here is to give you a framework where you can attach these things to. And then if you don't think it's important, 
it's probably because you don't you haven't paid enough attention yet. Once you start paying attention, you'll you'll be you'll realize that it's important and, and this stuff is very important. And it's not that hard. It's just not that hard, but you have to dedicate a little time to it. Yeah. There he is, Blackstone, Steve Schwartzman. We got um, uh, out of Davos. They're talking about Cisco giving a presentation about how much opportunity there is, of course, in AI technology uh, decimating the world labor market. Sorry, it's coming on too strong. You're going to have to deal with it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that, that's why it affects us all, right? I mean, there's a perfect one. I mean, there. You know, I mean, you think about accounting, right? All the accountants out there, you know, they can automate that. They, they, a little bit of code, they can automate all that work, right? So this is going to impact our, like you said, there's going to be a new world order. It is coming, right? It's just a matter of who's in control of it. The good guys or the bad guys, the many or the few. That That is absolutely correct. So, um, so Craig. Um, yeah. Here, here, here we are back to, um, let, let's go, let's go back to take a look at the remaining balance of, of the week as to the, um, uh, the data numbers on, on Thursday, right? Um, we can expect, let's see, Thursday, we can expect well, to see unemployment claims. Go, go ahead, take over. Yeah. So we'll get, keep that up there. We'll, we're going to get in five minutes, we're going to get retail sales. So we might as well stick around for that, cover that. <clears throat> That's an important one, right? That means it's a measure of how people spent. And we just came off the holiday season. So it's going to be an interesting number, right? To see it's expected at 0.2% on the core retail sales. It's expected at 0.4% on the month over month retail sales. <clears throat> we'll take a look at that when it comes out in just about five minutes. Like you said, if we look to, to, and then today we get some Fed speak as well, which I didn't put on the calendar, but we'll get the federal, the, the so we call it the FOMC, Federal Open Market Committee, right? That's the committee that operates underneath the Fed that makes decisions. So we have FOMC member Barr speaking, Bowman speaking, and I think we have a couple more speaking. Williams speaks, and um, I think we have one more. But that'll that will impact markets today for sure. Um, Davos will impact markets today. Christine Lagarde, the beige book comes out at two o'clock today. That's again, more fed feedback. And then overnight we'll get Australia, their employment. So not a big factor in the scheme of that stuff. But the big thing today is world economic forum, retail sales, Christine Lagarde, what's she going to say? And what are our FOMC? What are the, what are the, uh, different members of the FOMC going to say today? It's probably going to all be organized. We're going to see a theme if we pay attention. And then, um, and that's what we'll be looking for is what's the theme coming out of there, right? Are they going to be backing off of all the rate cuts they've, they've amped up so far? Mm. Okay. And then um, on Friday, uh, Friday, we have, of course, retail sales, right? UK, yeah. that is. Uh, World Economic Forum, we're going to listen to Lagarde, um, right. Yep. She'll be speaking again. So she's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's going to yeah. be interesting what she has to say. Um, we'll probably yeah. run some clips on that, um, what? over the next few mornings. Yeah. And, and again, uh, one big amount of news, uh, coming out of Davos is that the sex trade is booming this. I mean, I'm, I'm I wish I could report differently. Uh, but the sex trade is is booming, is it not? Uh, what kind of hooker is Christine Lagarde going to get? 
What? What flavor? Yeah, I don't know. But this is new. This is the news coming out of Davos, by the way. Yeah. And and yeah. Noor Noor uh, Sultan Noor bin Laden, right? Was reporting <laughs> with Steve Bannon. I saw that clip. She's out in front of BlackRock in you know in Davos. It's just. Can you imagine being a, uh, being in that area and smelling the sulfur? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I like her a lot, Norbin Laden. We'll have to see if we can get access to her because I think she resides in Switzerland. So she'd be a great she'd be a great contact for us to get to bring I on. I think to we place. can. There's a nice little anchor to take down the Pete Santilli show. There's Pete Santilli aligning with yeah. Bin Laden's, you know. But uh, uh, anyways. All right, sir, uh, carry on, um, if if you would. Yeah, so and then Friday we'll wrap the week up with um, uh, the only big data point we're going to have is preliminary uh, University of Michigan sentiment. That's going to be a big one. Um, that should have a, some impacts on the markets. We'll finish up with some home sales, so we'll be able to put a, we'll be able to put our thoughts together on the housing market where it is after we get this week's aggregation of, of housing data. And, and then we'll get more FOMC speakers daily. We'll speak. Um, and so, and then we'll finish up the week at the world economic forum. So that'll pretty much wrap the week up. So again, the themes are retail sales, FOMC speakers, world economic forum, and some intermittent data in there. Right. And what we're looking for is, are we inflationary? Are we deflationary? Right. Because that's, what's going to determine what the fed does next. Okay. Um, now, on the well, m multiple fronts here, uh, as we cover this, and this is what you can expect, folks, is there core, there's a correlation between the major news stories, some of which may not make it to the front surface uh, of the news, like what's happening in the, in, in the Red Sea. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening uh, right now on the war, we'll call it the war front. Uh, I had a conversation with uh, uh, Frank Gaffney is amazing. Um, and his indictment uh, real time as we're trying China in the court of public opinion. Um, China's behind all of this stuff, including the takedown of the United States of America. But this world war that is shaping up, we've got, you know, Vladimir Zelensky now talking peace. Uh, I don't know if you're following that. Uh, we've got Poland now banging the war drums. Did you see their notification? to all of their reservists. You've got, what is it, six hours to report or three years in jail? Exactly, right? yeah. Um, so that's a, sign, that's a sign that they're prepping for war, right? That's a clear sign, don't you think? Yeah. Um, but, you don't make uh, that statement for, there's a reason a statement like that's being made. All right, so I'm going to just literally just listen to you as to what you're looking at on the current events front. Um, and then obviously the, the correlation to uh, the markets. How's oil doing? Uh, and yeah. I had um, a conversation that's going to happen. I'm going to play it today. You want to know what Frank Gaffney said? The NACs that are happening right now. Today's the last day for public commentary. The globalists have set it up. You know how Trump's yelling, drill, baby, drill? If this natural asset um, uh, corporation scheme is put in place, Trump won't be able to drill, baby, drill. 
Yep. I can see that. That's probably, that's a good point. Right? See how that's shaping up? Can you imagine if they locked us out? Oh, sorry. That's a uh, wildlife refuge with oil on it. We're going to keep it in the ground for the sake of climate change. You can't tap into that, Joel, baby Joel. Oh, the international community has spoken. And oh, by the way, uh, BlackRock owns uh, all the assets traded. I mean, that's their, their property, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and their recent purchase of GPI, I think it was GIP, um, We'll get into that. There's another topic. I mean, they just bought the largest infrastructure player in the world. So hmm. that fits right in with that whole theme. You know, um, the, we did just get our data. Let me cover this data real quick, Pete. We got the um, we got retail sales month over month came in at 0.6%, better than the 0.4% expected, uh, fair, fairly significant. And then we got core retail sales month over month came in at 0.4 over 0.2. So so both core retail sales month over month, better than expected, and retail sales month over month. So both numbers, so pretty consistent read, both numbers better than expected. Better than expected. Better than expected. So basically people are buying. Uh -huh. People are out there consuming. That's a good sign of a, you know, it's a good sign that they can keep this going for a little bit longer, right? The, and the, the political the political cl climate has a, I mean, this thing that happened with Trump and the rise uh, and, the, and the comeback of the populist movement through Trump, that has a direct impact on what people are spending and putting back into the economy. Because now we're starting to turn the corner. Uh, I mean, we're going to be into February and November is going to be here like that, right? <clears throat> yeah, so you yeah, can feel, yeah. you know, consumer sentiments is going to start to come back in because if Trump gets in, um, he's going to have a, a, I mean, of course, unless they drop his, their little bioweapons, but that has a direct impact on consumer sentiment, right? And retail sales. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. You know, the markets are fickle, though. So, you know, we go back to what we talked about last week with the Herbert Hoover, right? You know, and, mm -hmm. and getting a terrible economy dropped on him either prior to the election or after the election, you know, mm -hmm. could that be something that's, you know, I don't, I can't say being set up because you can't really set that up. All you can do is continue to pump money into the system, right? If they continue to create more debt, pump more money into the system, they can sort of hold these markets up. And that's what I think is going on a lot with the stock market, right? It's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. If they can hold the stock market up, they hold market sentiment up, right? It's kind of society's mood barometer. Yeah. And as we uh, start, we got, um, uh, futures looks like the Dow Jones set to open right now. It's and the futures changed dramatically within the last thirty minutes. But right now, set to open uh, down one hundred and sixty-three points as those that are in charge of how we think, act, and be. Uh, and of course, we shall we shall well, own. Uh, we will own nothing and, and be great. You will own nothing and you'll be happy. <laughs> it is time for a great reset. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, talk but, about the talk about choke points. Let's go back to that. I'm going by because I want to hear your take on these multiple choke points that everyone needs to be focused on. Because it's not just the Red Sea. No, we'll uh yeah, let's, um, let's, what we'll do is again, as part of our framework, right? What, what we're going to do is we'll work our way around the world. And um, we've
we've got multiple choke points here. We have the Strait of Hormuz, okay, and we'll describe why that's why each one of these is significant and and what the financial impacts are. We've got the Gulf of Suez, okay. We have the Red Sea choke point. We have the Strait of Taiwan, Strait of Bosphorus, right? That's basically cuts through Turkey. Very storied historical, you know, passage. It's been fought over for since the days of Constantinople. Um, and then we have the Strait of Malacca by Singapore. And then we have the, of course, we have the Panama Canal. And one that I'm going to start with this week is um, we've got started putting some notes together on Poland because I think it's a major choke point. And uh, if I'll flip over here to a map real quick, just so you can take a peek at it and see. Um, here we go. So if we look at Russia, we look at Ukraine. Right. And we've got Poland and sitting right between Germany. Right. And that black line shows where the uh, Nord Stream 2 pipeline came out of and where it went. Right. It was supposed to roll right into that area. And then I put a little spot on there where they where they blew it up. And so this is this is another choke point. Right. It's not like the other ones, but I want to throw this one out there because we're seeing all this stuff heating up in Poland and we're going to cover this and we're going to put a framework to this because there are a lot of signs that. Poland might be one, might be the spot, if not one of the spots where we start to see global geopolitical uh, war drums continuing to build. And there's a lot of signs of that going on. Okay. So we'll build from there. So what we're going to do is put together a framework so we understand what all these choke points are so that we can quickly address them when we need to. Okay. Uh, Poland. Um, if you don't mind, um, uh, please pardon me for, cause I know everything at any given moment. I don't know everything about Poland. I'm following things that, that was something that was happening out of my periphery. Uh, but the, every time I look back at it, seems like, you know, we hear about their notifications, their call-ups, their warnings to all of their reservists. You have six hours to report or three years in jail notification. They're on a wartime footing and there's some things happening uh, politically. Can you give us just a, a brief encapsulation of what you're following on Poland? Yeah, so we had elections, right? Um, so Donald Tusk was a prime minister in Poland back in 2007 to 2014. At that same point in time, you know, we had, you know, Obama administration in there and we had some key people like Victoria Newland in their rabble rousing things. And that's what kind of kicked off the whole Ukraine thing back, you know, when we, we saw the first um, uprising in Ukraine, right? We saw a lot of, we saw the, the veil get pulled off of it with some of the leadership there. We saw some of the fraud that was going on, right? So we, we saw that Ukraine was already um, being manipulated and the, and so what are the ties there to Poland, right? That's going to be the real question. And so I've started laying out notes like on that. And I'm going to dive into that this week, you know, when, when Pete and Deborah get married, we'll dive, we'll dive into that and get into the structure of it. The, the, the big person we want to watch here is Donald Tusk. He, he got in in December, you know, didn't really win the election. The coalition, they kind of put together a coalition and a backdoor deal to slide him in there. He's now the prime minister again, okay, but he took a, a, a hiatus from his first stint as prime minister to his second, and he was president of the, one of the presidents of the European Council. He got tight with guys like Mark Rutt, uh, German Count Chancellor uh, Merkel, right, who ran Germany, um, 
John Claude Juncker, who was also another president. These people had a lot of influence in Europe through the post 2008 era, right? When, when Germany, when Europe basically went to negative interest rates. So, so it was a point in time where Europe was in deep trouble and they went to negative interest, interest rates for a long period of time that damaged their banking system. It damaged their, their industrial complex. It damaged a lot of stuff. We saw Europe get weakened a lot. Right. And so that kind of sets the stage, you know, Donald Tusk is an op, he's an operator that went from Poland into the EU and now he's back in Poland and there's $59 billion waiting, awaiting Poland, right? The carrot, if, mm -hmm. if Donald Tusk plays ball with him. So that's what we're going to dig into is what's his incentive? What's his motive? What's his background? He's the one driving this thing right now. He's the one that's going to drive these conflicts, right? And he's the, he's the extended, the Eastern arm of NATO, right? So we're going to bring NATO into the picture. We'll take a look at all this stuff because it looks to me Can like it's, it, it's a major, major choke point. Do you have time to stay with me for a couple? I'm going to play the Tusk clip. Can we do that? Um, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I, have, I haven't, I haven't seen that, but um, uh, let's get an update on Tusk. Tisk tisk. of Donald Tusk is a relief for many in Poland who had feared for the country's democracy under eight years of conservative rule. We've won democracy, we've won freedom, we've won back our beloved Poland. Really? Tusk was prime minister from 2007 to 2014. He left Polish politics to take on the presidency of the European Council, which he held until 2019. Warm ties with the EU have been central to his election campaign. Under the right-wing populist Law and Justice Party, relations between Warsaw and Brussels have soured. The EU has voiced concern over the rule of law and froze funds earmarked for Poland. Key election promises from Tusk's coalition have included reversing policies that undermined the independence of Poland's courts and media. For Brussels, Tusk is a welcome and familiar face. Almost 10 years ago, in my first speech as a president of the European Council, I said that I came to Brussels with a strong sense of purpose. And I think I can repeat these words also today. This uh, purpose today is to rebuild the position of my country in Europe and to strengthen the EU as a whole. Tusk will lead a broad coalition that has found common ground in ousting the Conservative government. Policy promises include introducing a bill on same-sex civil partnerships and relaxing some of Europe's most restrictive abortion laws. But Tusk will face vocal opposition. President Andrzej Duda was the Law and Justice Party candidate when he first won office. Duda could use his veto to stall legislative reforms until the end of his term at the next presidential election in 2025. In Parliament, Law and Justice is still the biggest single party, and they've used their last weeks in office to appoint more allies to key posts in judicial and financial institutions. 
This leaves the new government with an immense task ahead as they try to realign with the EU and undo eight years of right-wing policy. What, what do you think is going to happen with uh, with Poland, uh, Poland and, and, and Russia? Well, so let's go back to, you know, so what we'll do is we'll, you know, we need to connect what was happening under the Obama administration, right? And what Newland was doing, Victoria Newland, mm-hmm. right? What she was doing under the Obama administration. And then we look at what Trump was doing, right? Trump was partnering with Poland. Okay. He was setting up liquefied natural gas stations to be able to pump natural gas into Poland and partnering with them with the idea that that would take their reliance off of Russia, their reliance off of these other, you know, um, keep them out of the EU, right? Keep them from having to, to, to give in to the EU. Right. So, and you, I don't know if anybody remembers that, but it was a pretty distinct meeting when, you know, when, um, you know the the when Poland when Poland met with with Trump right essentially, and the promises were made right that, that they would have this partnership, and the problem is you know Nord Stream two being blown up, you know is really jeopardizes the whole region, and it creates a and, and there's a fight over Ukraine right so you see Poland sits between right so Poland is that other choke point right where Ukraine is mineral resource rich, right? Russia has the natural gas and there's a battle here for Russia, trying to take down Russia, trying to weaken the US in the whole process involving NATO. It's a very complex situation, right? It's very complex, but what we need to do is create a framework around this, right? So today we've introduced the topic. What we'll do is we'll lay out, you know, a structure, right? To what to watch for, what to look for, because it looks to me like this is where they're putting their efforts, right? If you if you saw the lady in there, right, who was in a peach uh, jacket, her name is Ursula von der Leyen. She's all over the World Economic Forum. She has a very troubled background as well. Um, she's going to be a problem as well. He's tight with her, right? So he's tight with a lot of these because he, of his time in the European Council. He's tight with a lot of these you know, bad actors that are influenced heavily by this globalist group. So when we look at all this stuff, it's very complex, but Ukraine Ukraine is highly sought after. Russia needs to be weakened, taken out, right? That's why we're trying to beat these war drums with Russia. It's been going on since, you know, since World War II, right? When um, it, it's been going on for a long time, been building for a long time. There's a lot of things going on here that we need to try to put in place so that we're ready, right? We need to be in front of this. And that's what we're trying to do is today. We're just trying to lay the framework, introduce Tusk, introduce Ukraine and Poland, where they sit geographically. Let me flip over one more time so you can see this, right? So you have Russia, you have Germany, right? Underneath Germany is obviously the rest of Europe, right? There's a dividing line here between Poland and Ukraine, right? Between Russia and Europe. And that's what, and, and you see that Nord Stream pipeline was going to connect the two. Okay. But that got destroyed by who? By the U.S. 
you know, and the liquefied natural gas. I don't know where that stands, but I need to do some research on, are we still, are the contracts still in place to, to ship this into Poland? Right. Um, so there's a, that hopefully lays a little bit of the framework, right? It's, it's going to be, I'm going to put it up there as our number one choke point right now, even though we've got issues in the Red Sea, the Black Sea, we've got issues, Straits of Taiwan, we've got, you know, the Bosphorus Strait, right? You know, we've got issues all over the place because it's intentional that they're weakening our naval forces, right? They're, they're doing this on purpose, I believe. Look at what's going on in Panama, right? We should have full control of Panama, right? But we don't. Why are we losing control of it? Who are we losing control of it to, right? So we need to assess all these choke points because without control of these choke points, right, then logistics changes and the whole world changes, right? So this goes back to trying to destroy the dollar from the outside in, you know, can they do that? Or are we going to destroy the dollar from the inside out, right? And how long does a process like that take? So those are the kind of things, hopefully that lays a little bit of framework to it. We're going to go through these choke points one by one, right? And start to look at what is the driving, what are the driving factors to the best that we know them, right? And then we'll just add to it as we go. And that's the goal. Okay. Uh, nice. Uh, sorry about that. Um, you know, I want to remind everybody, uh, Dr. Kirk Elliott, PhD, uh, is partnered up with us on many different levels here, but mainly I say us as in our listening audience. Um, do what I'm doing. Um, I'm, you know, purchasing silver uh, myself just because I'm, uh, it's a poor man's way to offset the uh, inflation. Uh, of course, 720-605-3900. Give uh, Dr. Uh, Kirk a call and just get a consultation with him. People love the consultations, by the way. Uh, low pressure. Uh, he'll give you, you know, he'll find out what your needs are and, and give you some, um, um, some good, solid recommendations uh, and advice. You know, you were talking about Victoria Newland. Uh, can I have flashbacks of Victoria Newland? Do you want to play uh, uh, that, that clip of that? She's literally the spawn of satan her husband is robert kagan uh go ahead well and i think it's good to look back that's why i threw that clip in there because mm -hmm. you know it's good to look back and see like where where they were and where they are now victoria newland's still operating right she just lost power during the trump administration but just to see what she has to say you know behind closed doors and it like I said, there's a very complex situation, but it's good to get her perspective because she's definitely an operator in that region. Uh, yes, and give me just one second here. I want to make sure. And not only that, her husband, right, Kagan, okay, he is, he's the one that tried to use the Washington Post, right, to shoot down Trump again, right? So they're working hand in glove, right, to disassemble, um, you know, the... Does, right, this Poland U.S. relationship. Does right? it? Does it, do, it? Does it amaze you? Uh, right now, you've been following this stuff for decades. Does it amaze you what President Trump is up against? Uh, I, I mean, I look at it. I'm just a bull in the china shop, okay? And I look at what President Trump is up against, and I'm fearful just to watch him go through that. He has the entire world against him, not just well, the deep state here in the U.S. 
Well, and say what you will, but under his tenure, right, there was no war. There was no conflict. I mean, he was getting us out of Afghanistan and he was doing it in a good fashion, right? He would have exited that with some dignity, right? I mean, we shouldn't have been there in the first place, really. But the point is, we would have exited that with some dignity and, and there were no wars. And he had everything pretty much calmed down. He would have had a deal with Iran, right, with another six months. In another six months, he would have had a deal with Iran. Right. Mm -hmm. Now Iran's causing all these problems. Who do you think's funding these hoodies? Who do you think's funding? Who do you think's stirring all this stuff up? Who do you think's funding? <laughs> right? We have a mess on our hands. The, it, you hear him yes. speak out loud about his strategy with Iran. You know what he said? Uh, stop giving him money. And no money to be funding Hezbollah and perpetrate. What, what an interesting, simple little concept. You cut off their money flow and they're broke and can't do the things. But then you switch to the Obama uh, or O'Biden administration, they're handing them, you know, pallets, billions of dollars in cash. What do you get? October 7th, you know, and the instability in the Middle East driven by them. Uh, look, you got the Houthis uh, being supported by Iran. You got Hezbollah um, being supported by Iran. Let's go to this clip with Victoria Newland just because okay. I love getting agitated at uh, 8.52 in the morning. What appears to be a hacked phone conversation between top U.S. officials about Ukraine, oh. in which the EU is dismissed in crude terms, has been posted on the Internet. The comments are attributed to the U.S. Assistant Secretary of State Karen Newland, who met President Yanukovych and opposition leaders separately in Kiev on Thursday. The date and precise context of the recording are not known. Newland and the U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine, Jeffrey Pyatt, discuss which oh. of the country's opposition leaders they'd like to see in government, and they refer which to getting the U.S. Regime. So that would be great, I think, to help glue there it, it is. and have the UN help glue it. And, you know, f the EU. No, exactly. And I think we've got to do something to make it stick together because you can be pretty sure that if it does, if it does start to gain altitude, the Russians will be working behind the scenes to try to torpedo it. The video has a transcript in Russian. The U.S. State Department said it didn't know where the recording came from, but it criticized Moscow for publicizing it while being suitably contrite towards the EU. We work incredibly closely with the EU oh, and with representatives is. of the EU, and Assistant Secretary Newland certainly does as it relates to Ukraine, and she's been in close contact with uh, EU High Representative Ashton. Also, let me convey that uh, she has been in contact with her EU counterparts and, and of course, uh, has apologized. A spokeswoman for the EU foreign policy chief told Euronews that Brussels wouldn't comment on a leaked alleged phone conversation. The video clearly aims to embarrass the US, echoing Moscow's accusations that the West is meddling in Ukraine. A conspiracy theorist. I actually, back in the day, I grabbed that uh, secret recording was out on the internet, put it up on YouTube. Uh, Deb, how many how many views do we get on that thing? I mean, we busted that thing wide open. Oh, yeah. Busted it wide open. I Hundreds of thousands of views. And where uh, the uh, ambassadors were talking about, yeah, there's evidence that the snipers were firing at both sides. You know, I mean, it, they overthrew the Ukraine. Where everything that's happening in the Ukraine right now began with Victoria Nuland, Eric C. Armella, Hillary Clinton back in 2013, 2014. And that's why I think it's important to go back and take a look at it and also realize that what was going on then with Donald Tusk was they were setting up the defense, the strategic missile defense system. You remember that when yes. they were moving that thing around? Yeah. So 
And that ticked off Putin. I mean, you know, Putin, I remember watching, you know, again, you don't know how it's translated, right? You have to trust the translation. So, you know, I don't know if it's exactly what he was saying, but he was very frustrated by NATO at that point. We've broken all the promises we made to Russia ever since, you know, Gorbachev and Reagan. We did, we've done nothing since then but break our promises. So Putin should be upset, right? He's standing ground. It, like I said, this is a very complex situation, but we have to have a framework on this because this could be the jumping off point for wor- the true World War III. And, you know, you can say it's going to start in Taiwan. You can say it's going to start in the Red Sea. But, but this could be the spot because look at what's going on. You've got Russia, you've got Europe, you've got the U.S., you've got NATO, you've got all the right ingredients for a disaster, right? Yes, uh, we do. And again, ladies and gentlemen, as we start to segue, as a matter of fact, uh, Craig, I'm going to give you uh, time because I, I, you know, I can actually, I'm starting to get to know your your market antsiness. I see you stirring in your chair. If you need to uh, to bail out because uh, here we are, uh, opening bell is going to be coming up. You get back to work. Um, any other things that we need to cover? And you're welcome to pop, you know, pop back in anytime, but we're going to transition now. Uh, to, you know, the morning news, but uh, I want to give you this opportunity. Um, yeah, can I have about one minute to pop into markets real quick and just yeah. show where they're at? Okay, oh, yeah. let's do that. Oh, yeah. Let's pop in. So, Absolutely. So, so my favorite, right, let's take a look at the dollar, right? Um, here we have the U.S. dollar, right? This is a harmonic structure, right? We looked at this yesterday. We climb back into this breakout zone, right? We're back up in there. So the dollar is actually fairly strong right now. Uh, let me make sure you can see that. There we go. So I just threw this right in here. Dollars popping back into the breakout zone. We want to watch this closely. Remember, we've got the dollar and then we have a bunch of currencies on the other side of the basket, right? So we'll get into that for the new viewers. <clears throat> but right now the dollar is showing signs of strength, okay? Amidst everything that's going on everywhere. Just keep that in mind. Let's flip over and take a quick look at the S&P. Right, we've got the S and P 500. That's our U.S. benchmark stock market index. It's you can see these. These are the ones that are concerning me right now. The hold right up in here, right? The hold right up in here, right? And you can see all this turquoise action that I've listed in that I've shown in here. If we start to break below this halfway level, which it looks like we're going to retest again, you know, and we've retested, you've, you can see all the tests of it here. I'm going to slide through. You can see all these pink dots I have. We tested it, tested it, tested it four or five times now. This would be the sixth test of this halfway level. It's a very ugly situation. This isn't how I like to see these harmonics play out, but the harmonic structure is still intact, right? There's nothing wrong with the harmonic structure, okay? It's just that it's not, it doesn't look like it's going to get up here to our target, which was in the bright green, right? That's the heart. That's where... And that would fit with what we saw in December. This rally seems to be, it seemed fake then, all the way through November and December, it seemed fake, it seemed stimulated. If this fails, it wouldn't surprise me, but this is what's happening. They're creating a mess with it. However, the harmonic structure is still intact. So that's good for us, right? We have the harmonic structure. And then, so keep that in mind, if we break this 47.51 in the S&P 500 on the futures market, and we're gonna get into ETF so everybody can track these levels. But for right now, 47.51 is the key level to be broken in the S&P 500. So we've looked at the dollar showing strength. Stock market could be showing weakness today if it breaks this level. And then let's take just a quick look at silver because this would be another one to complete that would really help us, give us a framework. We'd love to see some form of completion, which would be 
silver down here at $22 and 14 cents. I love it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can see, I'm going to blow this up just a little bit. It's, coming, that it's coming, coming back, coming down to me. Look at that way down there at down at yep. the bottom of the barrel. That's me. Yep. That's where I'm getting in. Right. That's that. And that, it could be that, right. That's what we look for. Do we get completion at this 2214? Can we start to lean on that? If it blows through that level, we have to reassess. Right. And we'll look at, We'll look at markets. We'll, you know, crude oil did that. We will have to reflect on crude oil because so you can see a recent example of when a market blows through its full downside objective. But this is what we're looking for. We'd love to see it coming to this 2214, have a major market complete. If it does, it gives us something to lean against. And we'll start to see if everything can't start to synchronize, right? Yeah. It, these yeah. harmonics will synchronize. We'd love to see something complete and then the rest of these markets start to synchronize. So I'll leave you with that um, yeah. and, uh, and and do that one uh, final note on that. Okay. So this is what I want everybody to do uh, is I want you to call Dr. Kirk Elliott right now. Cause you know, we're starting to see uh, the, the downward trend. And then that's, this is where you want to consult with him uh, and say, look, at I look at the chart. Pete Santelli said, call you. He said he's buying silver. Why, why should I, you know, uh, protect uh, myself in the same fashion that Pete Santilli does. And what does that have to do with me? And Dr. Kirk will guide you through the process. Call 720-605-3900. He follows the same exact chart that we just saw up on the screen. Okay. So he'll give you a good consultation. Sir, I thank you so much. Uh, and like I said, you're welcome to pop in. And we're going to segue here. Um, to something very important. Thank you, um, uh, Craig. Uh, Craig Winklewitz um, is, I, I mean, I, I, I hope you guys are enjoying this. I, I call it pattern interrupt. Um, can we call it pattern interrupt? Um, let's see. Yes, we will call a pattern interrupt. Deb Jordan, guess what? Uh, just give me a couple seconds here. We're gonna we're gonna break away, but I do need to mention uh, something because a lot of the stuff is uh, how shall we say it? Uh, it is hard to digest. Okay, hard to digest. Play on words. Speaking of digestion, okay. Um. This is absolutely caused by potential toxins that's in all of our, quote, healthy foods that scientists, uh, you know, and, and the government, uh, for that matter, has been telling us uh, what to eat, um, essentially with a fraudulent food pyramid for the longest time, our entire lives, right? Uh, this potential toxin, it causes digestive issues, according to Dr. Gundry. Uh, he's a world-renowned cardiologist, um, and this is affecting millions of people nationwide, this toxin. But warning signs include weight gain, fatigue, digestive discomfort, um, stiff joints, uh, even skin problems. Of course, uh, you know, we, we, we've been talking about this uh, more recently. Uh, well, Dr. Gundry uh, explains... These side effects are often mistaken for normal signs of aging because digestive issues uh, develop usually over a matter of years where that are catching up with me and I know our, our listening audience. Sometimes even over decades like I've been racking up uh, in the recent past. 
But listen, I can assure you, the damage is probably caused by these quote-unquote health foods, all right? It's far from normal. Um, the good news is you can easily help fix the problem from your own home. It's very simple. You just have to know which foods are actually healthy and which contain this, let's call it, hidden potential toxin. What's really cool about this um, is you can go find this out yourself by going to and look at the, uh, and our mods are going to drop the link in the chat room. And you'll see it down below in the description. It's a free video. Go to gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Pete. You want to go to gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Pete. Okay. Um, and you can click on that link uh, in the description. Mods, gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Pete. Uh, because after years of research, Dr. Gundry has decide, decided to release them for this information uh, and this informative video to the public for free uh, and uninterrupted showcasing exactly which foods you need to, to avoid. So uh, go find that video at gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Pete. Click that link below in the description. Uh, and of course, stay with us for the remaining balance of the show. We've got uh, much more coming up, ladies and gentlemen. On this, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be bringing uh, in 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 fabulous style. Um, Deb, formerly known as uh, Jordan, uh, will be joining me here right after this break. I got a special thing. Don't go away because right. This is Austin Steinbar, and you are tuned in to the Pete Santilli Show. Banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world, but in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks, and the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. To celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. 
G'day, I'm Dr. Mark Miller for Bella Grace, and I'd like to have a chat with you about Bella Trim, our comprehensive weight management product. Now, most people early on will register a reduction in cravings associated with Bella Trim. How does it do that? Well, it does it by changing the levels of hormones that are associated with either hunger or satiety. It lowers the levels of ghrelin, a hunger hormone, and it raises the levels of GLP-1, the satiety hormone. As a result of that rebalancing act, you have fewer cravings. And that result, fewer trips to the snack cabinet where you may eat something that you shouldn't. It's comprehensive, it does a lot more than that though. There is an absolutely fascinating action on a metabolic switch called AMP kinase, AMPK. AMPK is associated with the preferential burning of fat as a metabolic fuel. And as a result, you have a reduction in visceral fat and, and reduction in waist circumference. Does more than that. It also helps regulate blood glucose. Blood glucose is a huge factor in weight management. And it does that by optimizing the actions of insulin. It also affects blood lipids. It lowers LDL, lowers triglycerides, all of those bad cholesterols that you hear about, at the same time as raising the levels of HDL, the good cholesterol. In addition for cardiovascular health, it also helps normalize blood pressure. There's more to it than that though. It also improves your microbiome. We do that by several ways. One, there's an ingredient in there that stimulates a greater diversity. And the other one is prebiotics, FOSS and GOSS, that help feed the good bacteria, gentrify your microbiome. So, Bella Trim, comprehensive, enjoy it. Cheers. Can never be
Put down yeah. below, Deb, formerly known as Jordan. Oh, I don't know. Is is this the? Um, I think our listeners will get it right. Are you going to come? This is this is your final Deb Jordan broadcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Are we going to retire the lower third? Um. You still, by the way, have how many days left to chicken out? <laughs> What? Three days. I have three days. Do you feel like you're hanging out with a hand grenade? Uh, no. I mean, I've been hanging out with you for so long that it's like, you know, it's, <laughs> you are a hand grenade though, to be, <laughs> to be honest. But I mean, it's I, hilarious. Don't, I don't feel threatened by it. So no, that's good. You know right? what though? Yeah. But I was out there, um, Pulling the pen before it was trendy, uh, yeah. as they say, in the hand grenade yeah. terminology, right? Yeah. I was calling out the communists in 2012, 2013, 2011 when I pushed play on the first episode of the Pete Zantilli Show, covering what? The financial implosion led by the communist known as the NDAA basketball dribbler, Barack yeah. Hussein the Muslim Brotherhood supporting Obama. That's yeah. brought that brought us together. And I had to transition away from the Sean Hannity rendition of mm -hmm. who Ron Paul was as an old crazy guy. Yeah. Remember that? You had to deprogram mm -hmm. me. I'll never forget the first time um, we introduced to you uh, the video of Ron Paul's supporters throwing snowballs at... Uh, at Sean Hannity in New York. And you were like, oh my God, <laughs> people don't like Sean Hannity? <laughs> What's going on here? I didn't know. I remember how brain, I was a brainwashed Fox News site. I was a neocon. I wanted to bomb everyone. Yeah. Well, I still do, but I, but, but, <laughs> what? But now you want to do it legally. And that is a big yeah, difference, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Remember that? So yeah. we've come a long way. December yeah. 18th of 2011, I was the first listener of the Pete Santelli show. Mm -hmm. uh, when I pushed play, I listened back to the first episode. Jiu-Jitsu F65 wow. with $100. You guys, you God know what? God bless your marriage. Listen, Thank you so much. We have Thank no choice. You. We have to shut, not shut the show down. We need your support. Please continue to support us. As a matter of fact, you know what I'd like to be able to do uh, without mm -hmm. worrying about it? I mean, Craig's going to kick us off in the morning. 
We're still going to have the live broadcasts uh, just because we have the ability to do that. Um, yeah. But uh, we cannot do what we're about to do without your support. So please continue to support us. Get, as a matter of fact, I'd like to see Craig um, accumulate the most Rumble rants in any time in the history of Rumble, Rumble ranting. Mm. Uh, or uh, subscribe. You know what you could do? Uh, we're, a lot of people have been asking us, you know, what can we get you? What can we do? How many toasters do you need? Uh, do you have a registry? People were asking us. Here's our yeah. registry. You ready? Uh, <laughs> best thing you can do For right real. now. And I won't look at the numbers until we get back and see how well uh, it just sent us off into our new life together in name. But our lives have been great. We're married to you guys, actually. Mm. We are. We, That's a great point. We are. We're yeah. married to you. Uh, but let's consummate this marriage. with support for our show. And the best way to do that is to go to Locals. Uh, if you're on Rumble, click that button. Um, sign up for even a free Locals account. And periodically, what we'll do is for our Locals subscribers, um, I'll be providing pictures, maybe some brief commentary. I'm not gonna be doing, you know, big live streaming. What? <laughs> you're hilarious. What? <laughs> Yeah. Only for our local subscribers, behind the scenes stuff, right? This is going to be the ultimate behind the scenes stuff. You'll get to experience what we're going to experience. Let's put it this way. Uh, where we're going, uh, uh, a location, what, undisclosed? Is it undisclosed or is the cat out of the bag? It's got a dirt road leading up to it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's undisclosed. I mean, it's undisclosed know, right now. Uh, you guys will know about it, but we're only going to be posting for our subscribers over at Locals, okay? Because we, I mean, we love you guys. We want to share our private lives with you. We don't normally like to like to do that. Where's the honeymoon? Aha! Well, we don't, can you're going to find out over at Locals, right? Yeah, I'm gonna. No, we can say no. Uh, don't not, say no. Please don't say. I'm not going to say. Please, okay? We like, got to zig and zag. Don't say. <laughs> okay. If you want to find out where <laughs> we'll be, hilarious. we'll share those private moments with you mm -hmm. uh, on our Locals channel. You can go to PeteSantilli.Locals.com forward slash support, right? You can get a free account and then maybe see some of the pictures. Um, but any videos that we post up of our most private, intimate moments, um, mm -hmm. There's going to be some uh, quiet downtime where there will, won't be any posting. And that's where we'll be making babies. Just oh kidding. Ah, just kidding. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Oh, boy. For the first time, I'm going to be able to, you know, um, to have marital sex with oh, Deb geez, Jordan. Pete. It's the truth. What? Oh, my God. Are you nervous? I'm, I'm nervous. About that? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny, Foxtrot. What? Does Deb I re recommend sandals you can wear and throw at the same time? <laughs> my slipper sandals, right? Mm. MySandals.com. By the way, I, I have a, uh, not not a correction, but it's just across the bottom. I, it's my fault. I did the typo because I'm all excited about it. Uh -huh. Um. Uh. Uh, gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Pete. Make sure you add the forward slash Pete. 
That's another way to support. It's a free video, by the way. Mm -hmm. Dr. Gundry's free video about food you must avoid. Uh, I'm going to ask uh, if you guys want to help us um, celebrate, right, with our sponsors. Dr. Gundry's offering this free video. Doesn't mm -hmm. cost you anything to go watch this video. Okay. Nothing. Isn't that beautiful? Beautiful. Watch the video. GutCleanseProtocol.com forward slash Pete. Watch the free video on Dr. Gundry's list of foods that you must avoid. All right. Uh, Deb Jordan. Sir, yeah, a lot of people are asking us, you know, uh, where, are you re where are you registered? And I was like, oh, my goodness. We'll register you know? on Locals. Yeah. <laughs> right? And on Rumble if you want to. <laughs> but I, that's what I told everybody. I said, just support our show. You know, I mean, we, um, we it's, have, I mean, you know, you and I have been together for uh, quite some time. So we have stuff, you know, we have stuff. It's not like we're uh, just starting out in life and we're young and we don't have, you know, all of that stuff. We, we have stuff. So our show is what is important so that we can reach people like y'all who are listening. So, um, uh, Larry says, bless you, locals. bless you and Angie and hope your marriage lasts long and that you prosper. Hey, imagine, uh, this marriage as it has been forged, right? Mm. Imagine how, uh, first and foremost, I mean, I'll share something personal with you. Uh, that right. I'm sure that everybody else. I hope it's not too personal. No, no, no. It's a, uh, it's a very <laughs> real thing. Uh, okay. Most people want to spend their lives with their best friend. Mm. Right? I mean, I've seen uh, those um, stories. I've heard those stories about a man and a woman that have been together for 50 years. And it doesn't matter how many years, but you can tell that over many decades, mm. they were best friends. Yeah. And I've always, you know, wanted that. Um, even yeah. my ex-wife knows that. That's why I left her. <laughs> She's, huh? What? She wasn't my best friend. But she knows that. But actually, we get along great. I never, ever disparage my ex-wife. No. Right? I don't. I, no reason to. You shouldn't. Best mom and uh, uh, housekeeper, uh, you know, that anybody uh, could ever ask for. Great mom all the way around. You know that, Deb, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But um, being best friends, the bottom line is, I mean, you can't say anything negative about the other person. I mean, it's just a, a thing between two people mm -hmm. that you want to be best friends with them, right? Yeah. And that's what Deb and I have. Uh, and of course, we share a great passion, and that is serving each and every one of you. It is our, it is our life's love together. Yeah. Um, everything that we share between us, when we're preparing, it's so real, you guys. When we're, you know, like, you know, when we were growing up, folks, there was music playing in the background of our lives that when we hear it again, you know, it just takes us back in time. Mm -hmm. um, what we have in the background of our lives is like um, Hillary Clinton clips. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Huh? It's so true. And Nancy Pelosi clips. Isn't that true? Yeah. 
watch, listen to this. I'm going to share this with uh, with everybody. Uh, speaking of Nancy Pelosi. Know who you by the way, on that day, Nancy Pelosi. Ah, uh, by the way, Nancy Pelosi. I know who you by the way on that day, Nancy Pelosi. I, I, I don't have. I, why would day. I tell you that? Listen, Nancy Pelosi was in charge of security. She turned down ten thousand soldiers. If she didn't turn down the soldiers, you wouldn't have had January sixth. Did you call military or law enforcement? What? Did you call military or law enforcement at the moment the Capitol was under attack? I'm not going to tell you anything. I okay. told, I, let me put it this way. I behaved so well. I did such a good job. Nancy Pelosi turned down 10,000 soldiers. If she didn't do that. But and now Nancy I understand, Pelosi doesn't have I understand that, that you the police testified against her. Listen to me, Kristen. Listen to me. <laughs> I understand that the police testified against her, the chief very strongly against mm -hmm. her. Capitol Police are great people. They testified against her and they burned all the evidence. Okay, they burned all the evidence. Mr. They President, destroyed all the evidence about Nancy Pelosi. What do you say to people who wonder why you, you as commander in chief, you have authorities that Nancy Pelosi doesn't have as no, commander in chief. No, no, she has authority over why the Why didn't Capitol. you send help in that moment, though? Uh, frankly, just so you understand, I assume that she took care of it. She turned down. So when you realized that, that the National Guard wasn't coming? Well, you, didn't, you don't realize anything until quite a while. National Guard not coming. I yes, I asked it to be there three days in advance, and she turned it down. She says that that request was never officially made. Oh, just stop so it. you know. L let, let me just say. Let me ask you the about mayor pardons, of D let me tell you. The mayor of D.C. gave us a letter saying that she turns it down. Okay, we have it. Nancy Pelosi also was asked, and she turned it down. The police commission. I'm talking of about Capitol the day police, of that. Wait a minute. Yeah. Capitol Police said that he wanted it, and Nancy Pelosi wouldn't accept it. She's responsible for January Let's, 6th. Mr. President. Nancy Pelosi's responsible. Mr. And President, the you're the president, though. You have, to you have authorities her. that no one else has as the commander-in-chief. Do you think you showed leadership on that Yes, day? absolutely, I did. Okay. I want to know who you called By the way, on that day. Nancy Pelosi. I, I, I don't have... As soon as President Trump is finished speaking, we are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. President Trump is done speaking. Yesterday, if you guys missed it, you can go back to it, okay? Um, you can go back to it on our LFA channel, our LFA show. I played the entire timeline, Dave Summerall's timeline. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing body of work, right? I mean, people were, I'm going to tell you something. People in the chat room, there was a, a visceral, is that the appropriate word? A mm -hmm. visceral response. You, you think we know everything. And then there's that moment where you're like, what? I mean, people were saying it all throughout the entire thing. Like, I never even knew about that. Right. I never knew that right there that I just saw. It was an epic moment. We had the Dave Summerall interview. January 6th. Ladies and gentlemen, it basically is very obvious that a color revolution has overthrown our country. Here's the beautiful part. Keep this in mind. Uh, the American people are responding. 
back at it and overwhelming for the whole world to see. The whole world is watching mm-hmm. how we're responding and we're doing, you know, I, I get down on us. You know, I say, oh, you got to click that rumble, button. I won't even go there. I'm, I mean, I'm not even going to look at that rumble button and, and compare the, you know, the active participants versus the it, apathetic, uh, apathetic buzzards. Yeah. But you know what? You need to be part of this effort to smash these freaking communists into oblivion. Be a part of it. Take little steps, mashing the button, making calls, laughing at me, giving me positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Well, there's another tuning video. into our show, sharing. There's it. a new video clip that's out, and um, I put it in Notions of, a few days ago. Know, but yes, mm-hmm. um, but listen. It, it, speaking of the timeline, one of the biggest things that happened in the Bundy trial was that one after the other, they had the police and uh, the Bureau of Land Management agents and get up on the stand and cry. They got up on the stand, they cried, they lied, they, you know, we had video, of course, thank goodness, to uh, contradict the lies that they were telling. They said that when they, when they got out of the car, they saw, you know, uh, hundreds of people with guns and, and this and that. And, and we showed the crowd when the police, we actually had, there was so much video that day at the Bundy Ranch that oh, you yeah. know, we were able to show that when the police got out of the car, everybody was shaking their hands and and uh, Joe Lombardo was, uh, you know, patting, patting everybody on the back and everything's going to be Bundy fine. on the back and, mm-hmm. and he was, well, everybody was walking around freely and there were and not one gun, not one gun in any video. Mm-hmm. So... Um, when they got up on the stand, these police, we had seen that before, right? Police get up there, they start crying and it's, and believe me, they can fake it and they're really good at it. You know, there's a, there is a huge part of what police officers do that is acting, right? A police officer can be talking to you and be so nice and, you know, you just think, wow, I trust this guy and he's acting, Okay, because in the on the inside, he is thinking about, you know, where he's going to uh, put a bullet in you if you make one wrong move. But listen, so Pete, this video comes out and remember the black guy um, um, that he's now running for office. Right. And he was the police officer who said, I saw them confront speaking of the Proud Boys. Right. I saw them confront people. Uh, he was talking about uh, Joe Biggs and and his group, and I saw I saw them confront another police officer and blah 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 blah, and they're all crying and carrying on. Well, come to find out, they finally they got uh, their hands on video. Uh, they were allowed to uh, see the video and have the video, and they put it out, and they show exactly the timeline of this so-called other police witness. Sorry. And he wasn't even in the same building when the Proud Boys, uh, so-called Proud Boys were in the Capitol. He wasn't even in there. And they've proved it. And they withheld that evidence. They withheld that evidence from the jury. It's the same thing that they did to you, Pete, and, and our guys. It's exactly the same thing. You would be surprised how something that small will blow a case wide open. 
the guy perjured himself, the police officer, he perjured himself, he got on the stand, and he told a bold-faced lie. He was not there. He couldn't have been there. And, and it's easy to prove. He's a liar. But he knew that none of that video was going to be released while he was, you know, while this, while this J6 committee and these trials were happening, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it, same, same all of this, old rinse all of this and repeat out. Yeah. Uh, methodology, uh, law enforcement officials uh, throughout all these trials. And it doesn't matter, by the way, the judge is going to say, well, it's, oh, well, I'm going to let it in and, you know, and, and let you take it up on appeal. Mm. Good luck to you for five yeah. years. Not, five years in prison. You'll not get. much you will have to share. Not much you will have to share a drink. Carl, are you, uh, Carl, dude, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, He's the, talking the, to somebody else, I think, maybe. Oh, by no. the way, again, our registry. People have been asking us, you know, hey, uh, you know, we'd like uh, good luck to you. And and we thank you uh, for all of your well wishes. And thank your, you, Carl. Your, your prayers and our your, your send-offs. Um that our registry is our locals channel and you will get a chance because we'll be posting uh, pictures and short videos uh, periodically. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, depending on how well you guys response, respond, uh-huh. we may take time out, spend time with our beloved supporters on locals and maybe do just a personal, like, I don't even want to talk about news. All right. Uh-huh. For our local subscribers, get to our locals channel. And when Deb Jordan, formerly known as Deb Jordan, mm-hmm. the first broadcast that we're going to do, a Q&A, I don't want to make it a, you know, big formal thing. Mm-hmm. Pete and Deb Santelli's first interaction with our beloved uh, Locals subscribers only. You got to go to Locals, PeteSantelli.Locals.com. Uh, why you know why are we making it that way because that will that's what locals is all about it's behind the scenes stuff for our most beloved thank you bill tennis finally got to hear deb sing thank you really great job bill from bill tennis he said that (laughs) yeah bill tennis uh famous recording artist a a lot of people you know we have people come in and out of our i want to go to bill's studio by the way i know you do you talk about it all the time huh you talk about that all the time. So a lot of people don't know that um, when I was 17 years old, I entered a, a talent search uh, when I was 17. I went to the college there in Bloomington, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys, I don't know if you know who Bill Walker is, but Bill Walker back in the day. Bill Tennis will know who Bill Walker is. He did all of the, he did all of the um, music for uh, the awards, the country music awards show shows, and he had a production company, had a studio, and all those other things. And um, Rico, look at these guys. Twenty. Thank you, Rico. Uh, yeah, and look at um, uh, we had uh, Rico. Twenty dollars. Happy wedding, safe travels. Great voice, Deb. Thank wow. You. Thank a you so nice much, positive Rico. comment for the first time from Rico <laughs> Suave. Well, that didn't include rope, right? No. So 33 years with my best friend, says FAA mechanic. Yeah. $20 rumble rent. I pray God bless you both, Pete and Deb. Thank you. You are beautiful patriots. Thank you. You guys are beautiful patriots as well. Happy um, wedding day. Thank you. Um, so uh, let me finish this real quick. Uh, because this is something that people don't know about me uh, that are new to our show. 
and uh, have never heard this. So I joined, so I, I went to this, uh, it was like a stage call, right? Uh, Bill Walker was, he did all the music for, um, for the award, the country music award shows. And, and he was a big deal. He's a big, he was uh, a composer, songwriter. Uh, um, keep talking. He, he's Nashville loyalty. Uh, even then he was. And he's still alive too, by the way. You guys can look him up. So um, I went I went to Bloomington College and I auditioned. And, um, you know, I was chosen. I was one of the people. I think there was like five or six of us out of hundreds. And I was chosen uh, to go to Nashville and do a demo for uh, Billy Walker. And um, it just took off from there. And I have had a very, uh, very awesome music career. I mean, I've traveled all over the United States singing. Um, I've opened, you know, I've met uh, with uh, Reva McIntyre's people, wrote a song. They were really interested in it, you know. But I lived in Nashville for a while. And, uh, you know, I uh, Lee Greenwood, I've met him. He used to have a company. I don't know if he still does. It's called uh, Greenwood and McFadden. I got to, I got to meet him. Uh, back in the day, I met uh, lots of really awesome people, and I've opened, uh, you know, I've opened for, you know, bigger bands like uh, John Anderson. Uh, I opened for him, and so there you go, on and on, and uh, yep. it was it it was a great period in my life. I was a young girl, and uh, I got a recording contract in Nashville at at out of the well, almost a recording contract. The thing was, is they wanted 20 years of all uh, performing rights. And even at 17, 18 years old, I knew better than that. I wasn't going to do that, right? So, um, but Billy Walker was an amazing and is an amazing person. Uh, he gave me a lot of, he gave me a lot of, uh, you know, uh, ambition. He put ambition in me as a young girl. And so I... Um, that that's it and so i mean i've recorded lots of stuff and and pete has some of those recordings right and i did that recording for uh a friend uh who was getting married so i did that recording a couple of years ago marry me and then uh, i think pete has you raised me up and then i have just tons of recordings and videos and all kinds of stuff when i was a younger and not so younger so Pretty, pretty cool, huh? Yes. Very cool. All right. Uh -huh. Now we're going to, uh, we're, we're going to go to the interview, uh, and it's an important one, with Frank Gaffney Jr., all right? Uh, we've been around the world, of course, not totally emphasizing a focus on China. But Frank Gaffney nails this one. This is a great, great interview um, that we want to share with you. And it's not a long one. It's a, it's a short interview. Um, it's less than uh, 30 minutes. All right. But I want you to pay attention to this. Uh, and then we will be back with continued coverage. Now, at the conclusion of this uh, interview, we're then going to switch gears, if you don't mind, I want to spend the remaining balance of time in the interests of transparency and full disclosure. You know, it, it might be the case. As a matter of fact, I'm going to reach out to uh, 
to Obama Swami. He's from Cincinnati. There's no reason why he can't meet with, sorry to say it, I don't like to throw hand grenades at myself. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati's top talk show host, period. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says anywhere here in Cincinnati. Uh, he's from Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why he can't sit down with Pete Santilli. He still has an estate here in Cincinnati. Oh, I, I bet mean, he has a huge estate. The guy's a billionaire. I'm sorry, not Cincinnati, but Columbus. Mm -hmm. In the Columbus area. Who is he Cincinnati's, calls Ohio home. Who's Cincinnati's top talk show host? You are. And Bill Cunningham. People like Bill Cunningham. Bill Cunningham is old. <laughs> I like Bill. Remember when we when we met him at... You know, when Trump came to town. No, but, you know, he is, uh, I mean, no, nobody listens to uh, very few people. I mean, if you're tuned into maybe the Reds and you got AM radio, old nostalgic. Actually, mm -hmm. the reason uh, why I'm here is um, AM 700 WLW, uh, 700, the, the nation's largest AM radio station as as to their the power and their reach. That's what brought me to Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to, um, I had been auditioning and I was going to have a show. You already had a show. Already had a show. Um, yeah. We left for From 9 to Burns, midnight on Saturdays was going to be the Burns, Oregon. I was going to be on WLW, mm -hmm. uh, the nation's largest radio station, ready to go. Mm -hmm. uh, it already done uh, the auditions and we went to Burns, Oregon and I didn't come back for 619 days. Uh, didn't lose an opportunity. Certainly gained everything. And they by said being with we can't folks. put a terrorist on the on the air. So. Yeah, you're a terrorist. See you later. Yeah, bye. <laughs> neocon, neocon. I was sad. Yeah, was sad it's very very sad. You, we worked really hard uh, to get on WLW, and it was going to be so amazing. It was going to be, it was going to be amazing. Yeah, from nine to midnight on Saturdays, prime time. People at home. Can you guys imagine? Want to listen to. Uh, Talk radio was going to be great, but, yeah. you know, God had other plans. Yeah, and Bill Cunningham, uh, he is a legendary broadcaster that nobody listens to because nobody. When's the last time you listened to AM radio, folks? Yeah, when just, you accident, actually, if your battery goes dead and you plug it back in and AM comes on accidentally in your car and you hear that. <laughs> well, here's know. the amazing thing, though, um, about it, and that is, is that... Uh, WLW is now streaming on uh, on the internet. Of course, they stream on the internet, um, and it is they've got. I mean, it is the talk show uh, station uh, worldwide. People tune into it, and you know, a, a lot of uh, a lot of commentators on there. Glenn Beck, uh, and you know, all of those things. So. You ready? Yeah. Frank Gaffney. We'll, uh, we'll come back and we'll finish the remaining balance of the show. If you guys want to hear it, it's all the details, all the facts that I believe in transparency, just like Dr. Uh, David Martin. Mm. Great ambassador for the truth. Yep. Full transparency. Yep. And we're going to dig into some, some of those facts that you have not heard before about 
Ramaswamy. So stay tuned oh right after the Frank Gaffney interview. <laughs> Banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world. But in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks. And the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. Please pardon me for dumbing it down, but I, I want to, as a matter of fact, that term intrinsic value. Now let me tell everyone that each of you has a dog in the fight for the following reasons. Imagine we're sitting on, if you had $170 trillion in the bank right now, if you were to assess the value of all of our natural resources, wealth, it belongs to we, the people in the United States of America. This is throughout the entire country. You got water, oil, mineral rights, and stuff like that. When we say intrinsic value, remember President Trump said last night, we're going to drill, baby, drill. Well, guess what? The value of the price of oil on the open market is exchanged, right, for a monetary value. That's not what they're looking to do. They're looking to take that amount of oil that we have more than any other country in the world as to our resources, wealth, and oil. Assess a value and trade it on the open market to give foreign multinational corporations the property rights to oil without it even being drilled upon and convert that into quadrillions of dollars uh, and potential value, but offshoring its value without even drilling baby drill, right? Explicitly not allowing. And not allowing, that's right. And, and, and Pete, mm. here's the kicker, as our friend and colleague Dave Walsh, a great energy expert, points out, the thing about Donald Trump coming in and saying, we're going to drill baby drill, is if these deals have been put into place in the meantime, before he gets elected next November, perhaps, He's not going to be able to undo them. I cannot believe how quickly a week passes. Once a week, I'm honored to have uh, my guest, Frank Gaffney. He's the uh, founder and executive chairman of the Center for Security Policy, a nonpartisan organization that champions Peace through strength. As vice chairman of the committee on the present danger, China, and the host of Securing America with Frank Gaffney, a daily television program on Real America's Voice, heard nationally as well on American Family Radio Network, syndicated uh, on Secure Freedom Minute, um, which is heard daily on hundreds of stations nationwide. And Mr. Gaffney um, has also acted as President Ronald Reagan's Assistant Secretary of Defense for International Security Policy and becomes the subject matter expert on the topics that we're going to discuss today. Welcome back, Frank Gaffney. It sounds so cliche. I keep saying it over and over again. Every time you show up, the world changes several times over. Things become much more volatile. We got the Red Sea. We got the Houthis. We got World War Stupid led by Joe Biden. The Secretary of State is checked out for outpatient surgery. And uh, 
here we are to suffer the consequences as the recipient of their silly policies um, on the world stage. Don't you agree? No. No. It's not silly policies. These are <laughs> deadly. That's very serious. Wrongheaded and uh, I believe uh, malfeasant policies. And I that's agree. what makes this so worrying is, as you say, um, the rest of the world is taking note and is responding as we must expect them to do when they see American weakness, the vacuums of power that are being created, and not least, as we've talked about most of these programs, you have in the president of the United States a controlled asset of the Chinese Communist Party, according to our friend and colleague Sam Fattis, who used to recruit and run such assets for our side mm -hmm. uh, when he worked for the Central Intelligence Agency for two decades. This this could not be more fraught, Pete, than it is at the moment unless, or I should say, until we get into a full-on shooting war with said Chinese Communist Party. We have limited time, and you're very articulate. You can condense this into a language that everybody can understand. I just want to touch on the Red Sea. Uh, and the turmoil that has caused uh, the commercial sector is now, and insurance companies, avoiding the area altogether because they've declared it in their commercial terms uh, to be a high-risk war zone area. And if you take a look at the shipping routes now, that can only uh, benefit whom? Who can that benefit? Well, I think it benefits the Chinese Communist Party, of course, and right. its friends. Um, the extent to which there is chaos in the world, and chaos is what these guys are fomenting. I, I called it strategic arson on the part of uh, Xi Jinping. Um, but whatever one calls it, however you you know wish to characterize the violent acts that he is sponsoring, uh, greenlighting, enabling, and in some cases I think perpetrating. Uh, certainly, if not yet, certainly soon. Um, these are these are the sorts of things that um, conduce to the kind of domination at our expense that Xi is all about. He he believes it is China's rightful place in the world to run it, and he's doing all of this, I think, to bring about exactly that kind of outcome. And to the extent that there is. Um, a particular challenge to the world's maritime shipping upon which this nation, among many others, our friends mostly, our allies, so, you know, the civilized world, critically depend. Xi is participating in these acts of, well, pyromania, if you will, not just in the Red Sea, not just affecting the Suez Canal and the Port of Ayat and Israel, but also the Panama Canal in our own hemisphere. And you can bet the Straits of Malacca. Those are the three critical places uh, out in Indonesia, uh, the third, um, that I think if China is able to have its way, they will be able to greatly destabilize the world's economy and ours as well. And and the thing that's so important about this, Pete, which I know you very well understand as a United States Marine veteran, 
freedom of navigation is a vital interest of the United States. It's not something that we've you know, helped provide for the rest of the world out of altruism. It is because we need freedom of navigation and the Chinese and their friends are trying to take it away from us. And, and another layer there, and I'd like to cover this at some point in the coming weeks because it's a big topic, is their dominance, not just on the uh, the world stage by, you know, strangulation of the countries that uh, uh, that they're attempting to dominate through the Silicon Road initiative, right? Um, you know, let, let's take a look at, um, let's take a look at, um, oh, did I say Silk, Silk Road? <laughs> Silk Road, they call it too, but Belt and Road that, Initiative is. That's right, the Belt and Road formal Initiative. Formal term. Take a look, uh, Afghanistan, uh, Bagram Air Base. I think they started setting up shop before we even um, affected the, the full you know, pull out and leaving all of that equipment behind. There's a trillion dollar lithium vein there, uh, obviously. And the Taliban right now, that is a central hub. And I heard from a former CIA, uh, she's a patriot. She has sources there that say that the Taliban are issuing passports from jihadists all over the Middle East for the purposes of coming up through our southern border, period. That is happening right now. And we're seeing these passports because, as you know, with Real America's Voice, you got uh, Ben Burkwam down there taking a look at all these passports. And he's running in to those Middle Eastern uh, people with Afghani passports. Who knows where they came from? So that's a huge issue. Uh, but AI technology is something we need to dig into in the next several visits because uh, China, at the pace at which AI technology is advancing, has such a huge advantage because of the amount of data that they're collecting uh, with their machine learning technology. And they're very, very arrogant about where they are uh, in that regard. And it's going to change the world. I mean, it's the equivalent of inventing electricity. It will reshape uh, our societies. Don't you agree? Pretty much. I, I confess, I don't know that much about this subject other than everything that I know about it terrifies me. Yeah, I'm going to send you a couple what, of links that uh, uh, the, the, the one of the most brilliant minds was educated here as most of the, you know, the, um, uh, the Chinese nationals that come here, they study in our universities, they take it all back and they've weaponized, obviously, education and, and all those things. But yeah. Uh, but, 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 you know, that's, but that's where I was going to go with this, Pete, is that uh, while I don't know that much about it, it terrifies me what I do. <laughs> and, and especially this idea that um, it will be weaponized, mm -hmm. literally. Yes. It will be turned into autonomous killing machines for the purpose of uh, taking the man out of the proverbial loop and simply having this... Um, you know, ungoverned uh, genius um, applying lethal force as it sees fit. And, uh, you know, how soon does it turn on its masters is always an interesting question. But um, the harm that it will do to the people that the masters target um, is a very worrying thing indeed. And I think that would be us in the case of the Chinese Communist Party, of course. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, if we could, uh, I just want to give you an update uh, since our last visit. I've shared with uh, some of the tier one, a tier one uh, trader who just so happens to be partnered up with me with a, a financial show. We've been really digging into 
the NACs, the Natural Asset uh, Corporations. I had Ed Dowd on the other day, and I mentioned NACs because he knew all about the Western land issues and Bundy Ranch. He's studied everything that happened with those cases. It's very well mm. researched. And I told him about the NACs. He wasn't aware of it. Can you imagine somebody like Ed Dowd, who's got his well, finger on the pulse of a lot of things? But he is down the rabbit hole in that regard. I want you to give us an update because you brought this to us. You discovered this uh, over the holiday uh, season. Uh, how far advanced are we to them getting through the public commentary phase? Uh, tomorrow's the last day of the public commentary uh, phase, and uh, there's a two-week phase that follows that is uh, described as the rebuttal period. Uh, it's my understanding that traditionally the New York Stock Exchange would be given the opportunity, in this case, as the entity that is proposing this rule to create a new class of companies called uh, natural asset companies, um, they would be given the exclusive ability uh, with their partner, something called the Intrinsic Exchange Group, or EIEG, to do the rebutting. Uh, apparently, in this case, though, uh, the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission are going to allow other people to rebut as well. So I guess there will be kind of a free-for-all for another two weeks or so. But we're, we're down to the short strokes. And the question is, has the Securities and Exchange Commission heard enough from the American people? And oh, by the way, um, some others as well, including 23 state treasurers and other financial officers and 25 attorneys general. I'm told there's another letter in the works with governors. I don't know what the number of those will be, but presumably something approximating those. Um, the Natural Resources Committee of the United States House of Representatives has also come up on the net. And I think there's a, now a growing number of ordinary citizens like those in your audience who have responded to our urgent recommendation and, well, our plea that they go to sovereigntycoalition.org. And there, with the click of a mouse or two, you can send a strongly worded message to, yes, the Security and Exchange Commission, but also to your elected representatives in the House and Senate in Washington and the New York Stock Exchange, which I believe is jeopardizing its corporate reputation in a big way by the kinds of shenanigans they're uh, party to here. Uh, among other things, I mentioned this uh, intrinsic exchange group. It's, it's the outfit that has uh, conjured up this alternative accounting system, mm. if you can believe it, <clears throat> to try to make all of this air and stuff, you know, uh, monetizable. Uh, I think of it as alchemy. But the two of them are in a joint partnership, mm -hmm. the New York Stock Exchange and IEG, which, uh, you know, I think does give rise to concerns about um, a, a conflict of interest and one that is very, very, uh, I think, deplorable. The point is, Pete, there is a lot of stuff happening. And what I hope will happen in the next 24 or so hours is that anybody in your audience 
who hasn't already done so will go to sovereigntycoalition.org and sign this letter and get it off to all of the above. And if you do, I think there's a chance, not necessarily a certainty by any means, but a chance that the New York Stock Exchange will decide that they're going to pull out of this thing, or at least the Securities and Exchange Commission is going to read the tea leaves and that this is not something they want to endorse and um, and thereby become responsible for. Please pardon me for dumbing it down, but I, I want to, as a matter of fact, that term intrinsic value. Now let me tell everyone that each of you has a dog in the fight for the following reasons. Imagine we're sitting on, if you had $170 trillion in the bank right now, if you were to assess the value of all of our natural resources, wealth, it belongs to we, the people in the United States of America. This is throughout the entire country. You got water, oil, mineral rights, and stuff like that. When we say intrinsic value, remember President Trump said last night, we're going to drill, baby, drill. Well, guess what? The value of the price of oil on the open market is exchanged, right, for a monetary value. That's not what they're looking to do. They're looking to take that amount of oil that we have more than any other country in the world as to our resources, wealth and oil. Assess a value and trade it on the open market to give foreign multinational corporations the property rights to oil without it even being drilled upon and convert that into quadrillions of dollars uh, and potential value, but offshoring its value without even drilling baby drill, right? Explicitly not allowing. Not drill. allowing, that's right. And, and, and Pete, mm. here's the kicker, as our friend and colleague Dave Walsh, a great energy expert, points out, the thing about Donald Trump coming in and saying, we're going to drill baby drill, is if these deals have been put into place in the meantime, before he gets elected next November, perhaps, he's not going to be able to undo them. Those are going to be binding legal contracts. And it'll, maybe it's possible over a protracted period of time, but probably not, and certainly not anytime soon. And that's part of the plan. John Kerry, who, thanks be to God, is hanging up his spurs as the climate czar to go campaign for Joe Biden, yes, but at least he's out of government for a change. This guy had made it very clear, I may have mentioned this to you last week, had made it very clear shortly after Joe Biden came to office and he appointed John Kerry as his climate czar, that they were within 18 months, he said, of making their green agenda irreversible. Mm. Now, I think they've not made that mark, but that is certainly their goal, and this would be a huge step forward. And you're right, Pete, we've all got a dog in this fight because maybe not absolutely everybody, but an awful lot of Americans have succumbed to the temptation to get a conservation easement on their property. They get paid by the government to do it and tax relief and so on. Uh, and it's what's, what's wrong with it. I mean, you get to preserve the place the way it is and the way you love it to be. Well, not necessarily, because those conservation easements can give the government a vehicle for transferring control of that property's use. 
to one of these natural asset companies and you will have no say over that use going forward. Yeah. So if you wanted to leave it to your kids to do what they wish with it, um, forget about it. You're going to be locked out and they will too. Remember the process we went through, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to throw back to you, uh, Frank, here. We, we have limited time, uh, but I, I've got one more topic uh, to talk about with you. But, but put a point of emphasis here. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we learned of the WHO's public health emergencies of international concern and then pushing for that global governance by this unelected body offshore. It took us a good couple of years to figure out what's going on and so much outrage. Are we going to be able to stop it? Well, it's going to be very difficult to pull the wool over the American people's eyes. We don't have that luxury of time right now. Uh, this has been a plan put in place. Now, do we all have a dog in the fight? Imagine this. All of the states have the rights, like Saudi Arabians, okay? Imagine the Saudi Arabians. They don't even have jobs. They get checks. They they produce oil. It's, it's, it's uh, if you're uh, a Saudi Arabian, you get royalties from the sale of oil. And these people are very, very rich. Same thing could apply is that nobody in the United States of America, if you, to, if you were to take quadrillions in value and cut a check to the American people, nobody would have to work within their respective states because of the valuation of that oil that's in the, you know, the natural resources wealth. So what are they doing? They're, they're bypassing you altogether. No state's rights. They're federalizing it with the Department of Interior and the Bureau of Land Management and taking it to the exchange and bypassing the American people altogether. You could get a check if you were to benefit from those quadrillions, but this you are not in this equation here as they intend to steal this wealth. Don't you agree? Yeah, I think that's probably right. I, what, what we know is that as with so many of these uh, green schemes, uh, there's an elite that will benefit. Uh, and uh, to the extent that these are public lands, I mean, think about this national parks now being controlled by foreign entities. Um, and, and by the way, Pete, here's another kicker. You know, it's one thing, and, and this may appeal to a lot of uh, folks on this uh, in this audience that, uh, well, you know, I, I love the planet. I, I love the forests. I want the fields to be, you know, unmarred by mining or other well, how do you feel about solar farms or wind farms or, or maybe the construction of a factory that makes electric vehicle batteries? Well, the guys who will be controlling these lands may well see those as legitimate uses of the land because they're sustainable. And that's a kicker as well. It may be that this land is not preserved in perpetuity in a pristine state at all. It's just that it's their use of it uh, that uh, is going to be forced down our throats. That's exactly and as right. it is, you know, we're, we have unbelievable amounts of land that have been taken up with these projects already, and we can't afford more of it. I Remaining balance of time here. We have uh, three minutes left. I know you have a busy schedule, and we're so honored to have you on. But if we were to uh, hold a trial, as we have been, because we have enough, you know, there's exculpatory evidence, which is for defendant that's the information that they can get you off at trial and then there's inculpatory evidence to indict and prosecute 
uh, the indictment prosecuting the Chinese Communist Party and friends for crimes against America, China, and the world. If we were to actually have, take a look at the past couple of years, as you've been digging into it, and have a trial, we could convict China with all the inculpatory evidence. Um, but it's in the court of public opinion at this point in time. But even still, they're at war with us. Um, they have been perpetrating crimes upon America. And the indictment is essentially being uh, prosecuted now by your nonprofit and a group of great American patriots. Um, do you see that, uh, that they're ever going to be sentenced for their crimes? Uh, I fear there will be more crimes perpetrated upon us before that question is ripe. Mm. And uh, the ones that I'm most worried about at the moment are those that will be perpetrated by the Chinese Communist Party's military personnel who have been infiltrated across that open southern border and I think are awaiting orders from Xi Jinping to light this place up. Mm -hmm. The old-fashioned kind of unrestricted pre-kinetic kind not so much and it's documented in that book the indictment but the kind that i think she has in mind for us next if only for this reason pete to keep us from interfering with his planned seizure of taiwan and joe biden said the other day we do not support taiwan's independence i think that's a green light much as much as Joe Biden's statement to Vladimir Putin on the eve of the Ukraine invasion that, you know, a minor incursion you know, would to, be a problem. To, and, and I promise you, uh, right at the top of the hour, you know, um, uh, to uh, not, not just market and capitalize on an idea, but to help uh, promote the message. I just came up with a T-shirt idea, Frank, um, in quotes, it should say, I hope I'm wrong, in quotes, Frank Gaffney Jr. I hope I'm wrong. I do. I hope you're wrong, Every day. Frank. Me too. I do. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. My pleasure. God bless Everyone you. needs you. to send uh, this. You, you have to respond. We the people. Uh, it's quite simple. Respond. Uh, we, we need to show outrage uh, by uh, going to click the link down below. Uh, and fill out because we're in public commentary phase. Uh, if they're allowed to operate in the darkness, they'll get away with it. But if we show them, we're going to bring them right out into the light because sunlight is, in fact, the best disinfectant. Do so now. Within the next 24 hours, I think we can have an impact. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back uh, from that interview. Listen, uh, imagine they're getting ready to make a move and to pre preempt drill, baby, drill. So uh, we can respond. We can respond. We also need to be, be responding with preparation, everybody, because you know that 90% of all pharmaceuticals uh, in the United States are produced outside of the United States. We're in World War III. Um, so, I mean, what's going to happen when the next global crisis hits, when 
China decides America doesn't get its shipments anymore. Uh, the price of drugs are going to rise and the pharmaceutical shelves in America are going to be empty. Period. So don't pay thousands for a hospital visit uh, to get that uh, prescription and leave the health of your family in the hands of corrupt doctors and, and of course, uh, big pharma. Uh, instead, get prepared, everybody. Everybody needs to get prepared. You know, we're, you know, listen, I hold this up all the time right here. Here's your emergency kit uh, from, it's a medical emergency kit. Uh, prescriptions, filled with prescriptions uh, by doctors that write those uh, prescriptions. Um, the wellness company uh, can, can help us in our preparedness. Um, their medical emergency kit holds eight life-saving medications that uh, every American should keep in their medicine cabinet. It's like having a pharmacy at home and uh, it contains medications, many of which uh, you've heard us even mention on the show before, antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics, uh, medications like amoxicillin, ivermectin, uh, Z-Pack plus a 22-page guidebook with instructions on safe use of each and every one of those medications. From benign tick bites to COVID to extreme bioterror events, every scenario is covered in this kit. These prescription emergency kits are in huge demand right now. So head to twc.health forward slash Pete and grab yours before they run out of stock. Uh, again, that's twc.health forward slash Pete. Uh, use promo code Pete to save you 10% at checkout. Listen, if you have Tylenol, you got you got to have this kit on hand. Uh, be safe, be prepared, stay well. These kits are only available in the United States. Um, go to twc.health forward slash Pete. All right, we'll be right back right after this. I'm Alex Jones, and you're listening and watching The Pete Santilli Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. 
Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. G'day, I'm Dr. Mark Miller for Bella Grace. And I'd like to have a chat with you about Bella Trim our comprehensive weight management product. Now, most people early on will register a reduction in cravings associated with Bellatrim. How does it do that? Well, it does it by changing the levels of hormones that are associated with either hunger or satiety. It lowers the levels of ghrelin, a hunger hormone, and it raises the levels of GLP-1, the satiety hormone. As a result of that rebalancing act, you have fewer cravings. Net result, fewer trips to the snack cabinet where you may eat something that you shouldn't. It's comprehensive, it does a lot more than that though. There is an absolutely fascinating action on a metabolic switch called AMP kinase, AMPK. AMPK is associated with the preferential burning of fat as a metabolic fuel. And as a result, you have a reduction in visceral fat and, and reduction in waist circumference. Does more than that. It also helps regulate blood glucose. Blood glucose is a huge factor in weight management. And it does that by optimizing the actions of insulin. It also affects blood lipids. It lowers LDL, lowers triglycerides, all of those bad cholesterols that you hear about, at the same time as raising the levels of HDL, the good cholesterol. In addition for cardiovascular health, it also helps normalize blood pressure. There's more to it than that though. It also improves your microbiome. We do that by several ways. One, there's an ingredient in there that stimulates a greater diversity. And the other one is prebiotics, FOSS and GOSS, that help feed the good bacteria, gentrify your microbiome. So, Bella Trim, comprehensive, enjoy it. Cheers. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. I'm Alex Jones, and you're listening and watching The Pete Santilli Show.
Uh, these days um, you know, about registry and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I'm pregnant, so things are a little bit different. Um, uh, oh, man. What? No, we're going to have a baby shower. Let's hope not. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Uh, you can actually, the best way to um, celebrate our marriage with us, and we're going to share those uh you know, whatever private moments there are that we can share, and we're not going to open it up to the general public. Um, maybe we'll put out a picture or two in the general public. But we want to uh, share with our beloved supporters. And if you're not a beloved supporter, best way to um, uh, to join us is to go to our locals. Go to PeteSantilli.locals.com forward slash support. Somebody said, you know, I wish I could do it, but I... You know, I can't at this time. Uh, listen, if you can't afford uh, a local, I mean, it's a $5 subscription, but if you can't, but that's okay. Um, uh, our supporters provide our show for free, uh, but we want you to be with us. So reach out to Angie or Karen. Say, I can't afford the $5. We'll get you um, a free month subscription so you can join us. We're going to do like a Q&A type thing uh, with our supporters. Not news. I don't want to talk about news. Don't talk about Vladimir Putin in our threads. Uh, when we do that, we just want to kick back with our beloved supporters after we get married. We're going to retire this lower third that says Deb Jordan. We should auction it off. <laughs> should we? You think so? Hmm? Oh, man. Huh? I don't know. Ben. I don't know. You don't know, but it is going to be a glorious day, and it is. We want we're to both super share some of those about it. private, yeah. you know, moments that we are not going to open up uh, to the public. We want to do that with our supporters. So join us over at locals, pizzantelli.locals.com forward slash support. Um, and the more of a response that we see, uh, the more time we'll spend with you. Uh, and if we don't see a response and people revolt, then Go to have a great weekend, you yeah. know, have a great weekend. We'll just uh, enjoy so we our need time to tell together. Everybody Thank you, how Cali 7300. We need to tell everybody how this is going to go. $25. So, yeah. um, uh, we won't be doing a show tomorrow. There's no such thing as what you just said. You just literally just shoot everybody off. We are doing a show because last night we set everything up so that Craig can open up Yeah. Okay. Uh, the show. Oh. Well, We're I was not getting. Do I show. was getting to that. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness. Let me steamroll you. Uh, that's okay. Um, okay. In Pete's place, he has um, people lined up to do his LFA, LFA in the afternoon. Can I tell uh, everybody who it is? Yeah, sure. Uh, Brianna Morello, former 
Fox News producer. Actually, she was about to get a job with Tucker Carlson, and yep. she got fired because she refused to take the vaccine. Oh, Look at Big Miss Zero One. May you enjoy a beautiful wedding and many years of peace and happiness together. May God richly bless you. That sounds, uh, Big that sounds very Italian. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, $100 in the wedding envelope. Right. You know, that's what happens, by the way, right? Uh, with Italian weddings. Mm -hmm. There's no like, like American weddings. You got like a gift table and everybody brings blenders. Yeah. <laughs> At an Italian wedding, everybody brings checks. Yeah, they. Okay. It, and the bride has deal. a, has yeah. this little doily looking envelope or not, yeah, envelope holder, right? Mm -hmm. It's a bag just chock full of cash. Yeah. That's what they do. They bring cash and send you off. Yeah. It's a beautiful a, thing. That is a, that is a tradition here in America too. It is? Um, yeah. Um, the bride and groom will have a, have a, they used to do wishing like they would have a wishing well or whatever mm. little thing and people would throw the money into that and mm. and uh, things like that. So, um, but we, in the mornings, uh, Craig is going to be doing a little spiff and then you're going to be running, the, uh, Nathan will be running the best of piece until they picked out a- After Craig does his uh, open. Morning open, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, then- in the afternoon, LFA will be uh, hosted, right? So that is good. We're going to Brianna Morello on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Friday, Mel K. Yep, Mel K on Friday. Mel K on Friday. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, Pete, where are you going to have your bachelor party at? We're doing a co ed. Uh, we're going to a strip joint. Clive and <laughs> Bundy sure. will be in attendance. Uh, <laughs> or if or if Clive and Bundy shows up, then we'll then we'll do that. Uh, it'll be a co-ed bachelor and bachelorette party uh, at a strip joint. Just kidding. Yeah. It's going to be very different. You guys are going to see how different it is. Uh, have I mentioned to anybody in the chat room, let's see if you guys are paying attention. Does anyone know who my best man is? Anyone know? Mm. I haven't made it public. Yeah. Maybe I slept. Huh? You have. I may have made it public, but it, I wasn't about... When we about... first announced a couple of months ago, you did. People have probably forgot. Rico says, uh, try midget pole dancers. Dancers, they fit in a suitcase. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Nope, it's not Ammon Bundy. Ammon Bundy's in jail. Is he? No, but he will be. That's why I can't. You can't count on Emma Bundy uh, showing up to your wedding because he might get arrested. Oh, right? man. I started to say, I Isn't that hilarious? hope not. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter Biden? No, not Hunter Biden. Uh -huh, that's no, funny. absolutely not. He won't be allowed anywhere near us. No. There so, you go. Somebody uh, got it. There's a very good reason why I've selected uh, yeah. my best man. Dottie and mm -hmm. Callie and... Little sec. They remember. Mm -hmm. Yes. Judge Five Gloria Navarro is going to be the maid of honor. <laughs> what? Can you imagine? You know why? Because she, she, uh, she shot down the attempt to get President Trump off the ballot. 
And she's a Harry Reid, Barack Obama pointy. Why wouldn't she be the maid of honor? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Somebody well, says, are you coming to Clark County to get hitched? One <laughs> never knows. Uh, well, the answer, I mean, you're, hmm? you got a hint. Clive and Bundy's going to be there. So hmm? there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, but I didn't. Uh, I mean, he's not my best man, you know, for the purposes of making it uh, public. Yeah. At all. There's a very um, personal, uh, private reason mm -hmm. why. And you guys will learn about that uh, at a later date. Um, what time will Secret <laughs> Service arrive? Huh? No, no doubt. Is it Alex There'll Jones? There'll be drones flying over and you know, military helicopters. It, oh, I can guarantee you it will be the most surveilled wedding in the history of weddings. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I I mean. I expect it to happen. The, the deep state be the perfect opportunity to just drone strike, right, that wedding, like a Pakistani wedding like Obama used to do. Mm -hmm. You know how you just blow up, uh, uh, blow up a wedding, a bunch of Pakistani uh Hamburger parts everywhere. Mm. That would be the one. Mike Lindell? Oh, no, not Mike Lindell. Uh, no, that would just... Uh, no, it's not Mike Lindell. I love Mike Lindell. But mm -hmm. no, I mean, I, I have a, a very uh, close, a personal relationship. I'm actually closer to Clive and Bundy. I became closer. Isn't that sad? Mm. Than my own um, stepdad. Yeah. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And and my stepdad didn't have Brahma bulls, so they're oh, there. Uh, so there. Huh? <laughs> All right. Let's listen to. Uh, we're gonna dig into here. Uh, Vivek. Hmm. Vivek. I want you to listen to the words of uh, Doctor David. Martin. Okay. Why? Why Dr. David Martin? Because he's the best researcher, as far as I'm concerned, um, in the entire world. What do you think? Yeah. Do you think he is? Hmm. Listen to what he has to say. And most Canadians don't realize that Canada itself, and not just Canada, but specifically the University of British Columbia, beginning in 2005, realized that if it was going to be relevant in the biotech space, it had to be the country and it had to be the research hotbed for establishing the delivery mechanism. Oh, sorry. Oh, my goodness. Hold on a second. Ask me to open up that. Oh, my God. Anybody, does anybody trust? I oh, know, but I had to say, <clears throat> Pete said who it was. It's Clive and Bundy. You did, you did tell everybody, right? I thought you said it. Maybe they <laughs> didn't hear it, but um, I, I haven't you, made Callie, it a big public thing because Thank you. Hmm? Oh my God. Mm. Mm -hmm. There it is. 
Stand by. Hold on. There we go. I have it. Okie doke. Okie doke. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. It's updating. Oh, that's nice. Figures the first thing that I play. Yeah. He's not playing the audio. Why would it do that? Uh, I, somebody was said that um, it's Layla Kay that she was interested in watching the documentary Pete that uh, about the Bundy Ranch that they aired a couple of weeks ago. Um, you will get the opportunity. We'll let you guys know as soon as it's released to the public. Okay. Um, that should be coming up pretty soon. Okay. Wants to access my microphone. Can you freaking imagine this? Oh. It wants to reset your microphone. Oh my God. All, all I did was just open up my telegram Mm -hmm. And oh. this thing is just, huh? <laughs> that could be part of it. Telegram. This is terrible. Give me a second. You guys just be patient with me, all right? Here. Downloaded this stupid thing. Here we go. And no freaking audio. Can you imagine this? I literally just clicked, huh? Doc, what number? What number what? Telegram? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, sorry about that. Let's try that. Can you freaking imagine stupid Russians? Huh? Mm -hmm. Telegram is the best app on the internet. Okay. It is a good app. Okay. It it's is? A, yeah, it's a good app. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't use it anymore because... It's not the best app on my computer. Yeah. I don't use it, but it's good. I mean, there's a lot of people over there. and There's a lot of information flow. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was told not to use Telegram. Mm-hmm. By Greg Phillips. Yeah, I know. I know. He said, and you'll learn why. And then, and then we never learn why. Well, I think we did learn why because it's heavily surveilled. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's heavily surveilled. And most Canadians don't realize that Canada itself, and not just Canada, but specifically the University of British Columbia, beginning in 2005, realized that if it was going to be relevant in the biotech space, it had to be the country and it had to be the research hotbed for establishing the delivery mechanism whereby mRNA vaccines could be developed. The University of British Columbia, working in partnership with Inex Pharmaceuticals in 2005, developed the lipid nanoparticle technology that ultimately became the basis of the formation of a company in British Columbia called Tecmera Pharmaceuticals. 
In 2009, Tecmira had a very interesting set of challenges, and this was commensurate with the 2008 declaration by the World Health Organization that the coronavirus was in fact eradicated as a condition associated with SARS. And because of the lack of funding in 2008, both Canada and the United States struggled with the fact that they had developed a technology that was supposed to be for a vaccination of coronavirus and for a number of other viral models. But the problem was they ran out of funding. And so there was a series of reorganizations. And in those reorganizations, two companies were formed, Arbutus Pharmaceuticals and Acuitas Pharmaceuticals. Acuitas is the one that unfortunately the government of Canada has not told the citizens of Canada is the reason why both Moderna and Pfizer have the ability to deliver the current bioweapons program. And I think most people would be shocked to find out that when you have the Prime Minister of Canada getting up in front of a camera in the spring of 2020 telling the world that the only way forward is to allegedly return to a new normal when there is a vaccine, what Trudeau did not tell the public was that he had a financial stake in the outcome of that being the selected pathway forward. What he didn't tell the Canadian public was that Canada's blight on the moral record of what has been historically an amazingly wonderful set of innovations coming out of the Canadian research institutions and research laboratories in fact created the mechanism whereby you could take mRNA and inject it into a population and try to stabilize that injection. The lipid nanoparticle technology that was developed and ultimately passed to Arbutus was the subject of a licensing agreement that was made with Acuitas Pharmaceuticals in British Columbia, a private company who conveniently had very little reporting requirements. And Acuitas misappropriated the lipid nanoparticle technology and ultimately made it available to both BioNTech and Moderna. It is absolutely critical for us to understand that without the Canadian contribution of the lipid nanoparticle technology from British Columbia, we would have no meaningful response in the form of what's being called a vaccination. And we would not have a bioweapons program. We would not have a bioweapons program if it weren't for, of course, we now have all of the connections. Um, and Dr. David Martin is, and by the way, you don't go after a billionaire like Vivek, uh, Vivek, whatever, Ramaswamy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> without, I mean, you, you have to have your stuff together, period. Um, yeah, because uh, Vivek is, he sued the WEF for putting his picture up on their website and he won yeah. because he was never part of the WEF. <laughs> Excuse he, me. He had gone to some, he like most, like a lot of people, mm. um, they went. Yeah, they they Look. they went to some of their meetings. Look at this. They, we only have a certain number of minutes, and you know what I have anyway, to do. I have a crazy schedule. 
yeah. sued anyway. Um, yeah. Dr. David Martin says, uh, thank you, Vivek, for responding to what you call a smear. It's called in other circles, transparency. See that? Mm -hmm. Your stock sales, right? Materially include the LNP technologies that your own company said enabled Moderna and your licensing partner said was used by Pfizer. You got me? Mm. I said in an interview in June and September 2023 that Vivek Ramaswamy made money on the lipid nanoparticles. I said that his technology was used in the death shot. All right. So for those of you that are really upset about Operation Warp Speed, okay, everyone needs to become 100 times more upset with Operation Obama Swami. The guy literally was involved and made money on and rose to power and riches and is on the national stage. And President Trump says, oh, I'm so, he's done such a great job. Okay, no disrespect to President Trump. I've got your back, President Trump. Vivek is going to have to account for the fact that he is almost a billionaire because of his participation in developing the bio jab, the bioweapon, the jab, all right? He's mm -hmm. worse than Fauci and Burks, okay? He, he's the, literally the guy that's throwing the ingredients in the death jab, all right? Mm. And, and Dr. David Martin is very explicit. His technology was used in the death shot. That's Vivek Ramaswamy, said by Dr. David Martin, who is not going to be sued because he can back it up. Uh, here's his company statement directly from their lawsuit. He's right. LMPs can be used for many things, including his company's technology enabling the jab. His own SEC filings show that his money is not coming from some other uses. The Techmira or UBC gift is what funded a significant amount of his assets. The mm -hmm. impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, one of the greatest public health challenges in modern history, would be immeasurably worse, but for the rapid widespread availability of the cutting-edge mRNA-based vaccines like Moderna's. Moderna brought its vaccine from lab bench to arms in record speed, right? Operation Warp Speed. That unprecedented accomplishment was made possible by Moderna's use of breakthrough technology. Arbutus had already created and patented a revolutionary lipid nanoparticle or LNP delivery platform that took the scientists of Arbutus years of painstaking work to develop and refine. All right, here's. I think we're having a late surge here in Iowa. And the best sign is the attacks and the desperate smear attempts just keep going up. The latest one is that I invested in a company, one of the hundreds of companies I've invested in, that develops lipid nanoparticles that that company did. Accurate. Well, guess what? Lipid nanoparticles are these just chemicals that are used for a wide range of things. Some for medicine, some for vaccines, a wide range of things. And it turns out that company 
is suing Moderna because Moderna is one of the many companies that stole its technology to make the COVID vaccine, one of the thousand components that went into the COVID vaccine. So there, that's the story. They try to use that as some sort of smear campaign, put some overlay of some ominous music over it. Don't fall for their trick. We can't play these games. We have a country to save tonight, and I'm asking you to get out there and do the right thing for our country. Vote for me at the Iowa caucus. That's what I'm asking for. Don't fall for the tricks, and you know you're smart enough to see through that. It's, it's not. It's not a trick. It's not a smear campaign. Um, and, and can I uh, can I say this? Because everyone uh, is, including me, mm-hmm. has been really, really impressed with Vivek Ramaswamy. So, you know what I'm going to say? Just as long as we're transparent about it, because I didn't know about all this stuff until I went down the rabbit hole with with Dr. David Martin. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't know about this. Uh, I don't trust him, okay? I don't uh, for many different reasons. You want to know another one uh, that I don't trust? No. Hmm? No. Vivek Ramaswamy, Okay, so we've got that, the lipid nanoparticles. Let's say he joins Trump and says, oh, my goodness, everything that was done, uh, it was terrible, you know, that, um, uh, you know, what my company did. Uh, Lipid nanoparticles, as he said, it's a chemical, if that's what he wants to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a chemical. Okay, so, well, let's give him a pass on that. So maybe he didn't know that you were uh, adding ingredients to the death jab, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, maybe you didn't know that in uh, at Yale, um, maybe you didn't know that Shabtai Society, a secret society at Yale, is a global Jewish leadership society based in Yale, right? It has exclusive memberships and boasts a diverse group of Yale students, alumni, and current and former faculty. Time Magazine has referred to Shabtai as Yale's modish club du jour and as the campus secret society of a different stripe. It's a secret society that Vivek Ramaswamy is a member of. He's not even Jewish, but he went there every single Friday. Uh, to have conversations and learn about, you know, uh, basically he's uh, a member of a Yale secret society club. And, Mm. you know, is he going to talk about what they're all about? Probably not because it's, it's secret, (laughs) but, but being with a, basically a Jewish secret society club at Yale. All right. Did you know he was also um, friends with J.D. Vance? Yeah. He's really good friends with J.D. Vance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people here in Ohio, actually. Huh? A lot of people here in Ohio, actually. I mean, he's from here. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, So he and J.D. And JD Vance has actually turned out to be a pretty good he ball buster. Actually, as... I was so totally against him. I was upset when he got the endorsement from Trump. And I mean, I got to tell you, living here in Ohio, J.D. Vance has done a great job. He has. He is a fighter. Mm -hmm. I mean, a fighter. 
And he was one of those people who went up recently against DeWine here in Ohio, who passed this bill saying that he was going to leave it up to the parents as to whether or not they want to put their kids on gender bending medications and have surgery and all that. Um, and yesterday, Mike DeWine, uh, he backed out on that deal. And uh, there you go. And and straightened it up so that, you know, it wasn't about children. That it, It's so J.D. Vance, the point is J.D. Vance has done a good job here in Ohio. And, and, and let me tell you guys this, too. Listen, as I was growing up, my mom was she loved all kinds of different things about religions. Right. And uh, she would get a visit every month from Jehovah's Witness and she would sit down with them. She loved their company and they would talk about the Bible and everything. That's how I knew about holidays being, uh, you know, uh, being, what do they call that? Uh, more, uh, what are they, golly, the word has just absolutely left my mind. Pagan than they were about Christ, right? Mm. And those things. And that, and and she also uh, she managed a bakery that was right beside the Mormon uh, the Mormon house in Georgetown, Ohio. You guys can look that up. And and uh, so we always had a Book of Mormon in our house too. <laughs> and we had the Holy Bible, and we had all kinds of different things. So. I was open. Is it okay to ask these questions and just make it, it, is, um, it is tra okay. transparent? Well, right? a lot of people would call Jehovah's Witness a cult. They would mm. call the Mormons cultish. Mm. They would say all kinds of terrible things about those. But my mom was truly interested. And it made me a little bit more open to, um, to knowing things. Sometimes people join. What my point is. Sometimes people will engage and join these kinds of clubs or societies just so that they can learn more, you know, mm. uh, and educate themselves more about people. I mean, I look at, I look at, um, what happened to us in Oregon, right? Every, almost every single attorney that, that was defending the Bundys were all socialist Bernie Sanders supporters. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and they sat down with everyone and because they were open to what everyone was saying, they changed their minds about a lot of the people that they were defending. Right. And so I think sometimes, it, you know, sometimes, because you're saying like like this secret society was not, it wasn't like a horrible thing. They didn't sacrifice. They didn't do all those. We don't know. It's it's all done in secret. Yeah. Well, I mean, but right. I I thought that's what you told me yesterday. I wasn't sure about that. No. But I, I mean, I, think, I I don't know. I'm not going to make that assumption. I, I'm just all I'm doing is sharing. I mean, he was in college, so I just all I'm saying is we need to be very careful before we label lynch him. And on on this issue, no, I have. No, I, I want to be it. really clear. Transparency, just yeah. like, um, uh, uh, just like uh, Dr. David Martin said, 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, guess what Dr. David Martin did? He linked to, watch this, uh, Roy Vance lawsuit. Uh, and I'm one of those wing nuts that actually reads 51 page lawsuits, mm-hmm. digging into all the facts that Dr. David Martin uh, was putting out, mRNA, Moderna. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some technicalities here. I don't expect that you're going to do it, but I'm going to say this. Um, let's just be transparent. Mm-hmm. He's connected to it. Yeah, and, you know, for him to be, uh, it's 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 not good. Let's put it this way: to attack Dr. David Martin for exposing all the deep research he's done mm-hmm. that proves that Vivek Vivek Ramaswamy is a billionaire, partly because of his investments in mRNA death jabs. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. There is a... He can't dismiss it and say, oh, it's an attack, it's a smear campaign. Right. You're right? Right. So why is Vivek responding to Dr. Martin's facts by saying, oh, dismiss it? Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you think? Well, because he... Vivek knows that, it, that overall, mm-hmm. uh, the impression of that is going to make him look bad. If he didn't respond to it, then he would be um, just as equally. You know. uh, if he is who we think he is, he'll come out and say, you know what? That really sucked for our company to be involved in killing people. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of, he's got a lot. Why of doesn't things. he? He's got a lot of things in his, in his past that he needs to answer for. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy got rich, okay, in finance and pharma before declaring war on wokeness. Former staff Mm -hmm. said that he could be finicky, paranoid, and treat staff more like servants than workers. Weird stuff going on there. Like, Mm -hmm. he'll order fast food and he'll make sure his staff members played up and serve him a napkin and give him, like, cottage cheese first thing in the morning. I guess if you're a billionaire, you can have the royal penis cleaned, too. You know what I mean? (laughs) What? But here's what I do. I got to clean my own, you know, because um, I'm not a billionaire. Well, here's what I do know, though. I mean, I know that uh, Trump has welcomed him because Trump needs people like Vivek Ramaswamy. He's a billionaire. Have, Come on in, Vivek. Bring cash. Right. That is 100 percent true. Yeah. And but he also needs people that have high energy that Vivek is high energy. He's super high energy. Um, he knows how to rally people Mm-mm. and, you know, it, Trump needs that. He yeah. needs that. Look at this hit piece. Just go with me here. We only have a mm-hmm. couple more minutes left. Uh, this is New York times. They dug deep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and they used every one of his words. Told a gathering at a construction firm last month in Danforth, Iowa. The one I'm most proud of is therapy for kids, 40. He said he's invested in hundreds of companies, and that's that's true. Uh, as Enterprise best known for a spectacular failure. Uh, as a 29-year-old with a bold idea and Ivy League connections, he engineered what was at the time the largest initial public offering in the biotech industry's history. Mm-hmm. Only to see the Alzheimer's drug at its center fail Two years later, and the company's value tank, and he basically built a lot of investors out of a lot of money. He did, and that's they, these are facts. That this is a New York Times article, trusted or not. But listen to if, if Jim Cramer. This is why. Uh, let me let me just tell you something. 
anyone that Jim Cramer is pumping is not the type of person you should be trusting. Mm. Okay? Any, and I mean anybody. But Well, what the heck are we supposed to make of this breathtaking axiom on sciences today with the stock chase under the symbol AXON rocking 99.3% higher on its first day of trading in a deal that some are calling the biggest biotech IPO ever. Now, you guys know that I've been a big fan of some of the smaller development stage biotechs, even as they can be very risky. Think Receptos, which is up hey, uh, this more guy than 50% since their last highlight a week ago. But after Watch this monster moving out, AXON, which came presidential up at 15 mode. this morning and is now trading just under 30. I don't think he's going to be speaking in that. Weird the group, uh, you know, well, we got to see because, you know, I don't like it when it's too hot. Axavon has just one uh, drug in the pipeline. It's RBT-101. It's an orally administered therapy designed to improve cognition in patients with Alzheimer's, which the company acquired from GlaxoSmithKline for a $5 million upfront payment last December. In a phase two study, the drug helped alleviate the symptoms of Alzheimer's, but it didn't actually change the course of the disease. It's worth mentioning that the clinical trial has been viewed with some skepticism, although the strength of the IPO says it doesn't pay to be too skeptical, at least when it comes to getting in on the deal. Now, Axavon plans to move this drug into phase three trials later this year. And yes, if everything goes perfectly, then it could be a very compelling story. However, we always have to remember, because we've talked about this Alzheimer's for a lot on the show, investors have a long history of getting burned by potential Alzheimer's drugs that had attractive phase two data, but never actually made it to the market. And given that Glaxo sold this drug for $5 million up front, along with some milestone payments and royalties later on, you have to wonder if it should be worth $2.87 billion. That's the current valuation of, of Axavine for today. But then again, as we said on many occasions, you can truly hit a big in biotech land with the right new drug. So let's take a closer look with Vivek Ramaswamy. He's the CEO of Axavine Sciences. Learn more about his newly public company. Mr. Ramaswamy, welcome to Mad Money. Good to see Thank you, sir. You. Very good Have to see you. you. Okay, Vivek, Thanks I didn't meet you before at school. I know you're Alan Mater. You're summa cum laude graduate. Congratulations. Thank you. Good to be back. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tell me why Glaxo kind of wrote this drug off and yet you have such great hopes for it. So I obviously can't speak for other companies sure. other than, than, than Axivan, right. but what I can tell you is that RVT-101 is a unique drug that we actually think could help millions of patients with Alzheimer's disease. Our focus is actually on the, on the treatment of Alzheimer's disease, dementia, and other forms of dementia. We've actually put together what I view as a top-notch team in the industry okay. involving the developer of the most widely used drug to treat Alzheimer's disease, who actually led our due diligence on this asset okay. and actually will lead our development program going forward. And actually on our board of directors is the former head of neurosciences from GSK that actually led the development of this drug, who sits on our board right now. And all of those individuals are every bit as excited as we are about well, the development well, of the Well, then walk us through what we've seen so far, because we know, as I said, there's a bunch of companies that have gone face. Why, why doesn't he talk like this? Like what? I like this. He's a slick, freaking bilking huh. uh, sales guy. And you instead know, of the, you know, what? all of these people, uh, except for Trump, obviously. Um, I think maybe even Trump to a certain degree. He tries to do all that. Um, but they all go to classes, especially in the Ivy Leagues. They go to classes to learn how to pitch, to learn how to use their hands, uh, expressions on their face, the way they speak. They all go to, um, and quite honestly, so when you go to seminary school or uh you know a college where we have minutes left and i'm getting blasted well, you asked me a question i know but i the answer is actually spilling us over into my work that i need to do so that i'm not going to be up all night Go ahead. now we're taking up all okay so anyway they learn how to do this even pastors will take these classes to learn how to communicate um 
uh, on television or when they're giving their sermons, they learn how to do that. And all politicians do also. All right. Let me ask you something on our way out here. All right. Are you sure? Yeah. No, I'm going <laughs> to ask everybody, not you. Okay. I'll be Because I can cut everybody off in the chat room. No. Uh, no. I'll be quiet. Let me ask you a question. Have you learned something new about Vivek? Like, I'm, I'm with you guys. I loved what the guy was saying. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. He's the, one of the world's greatest huckster salespeople that built people out of billions. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. So that's what they say. Did you learn something new about Vivek Ramaswamy? Too, mm. and we get so excited, but then uh, it doesn't work out in favor. Absolutely. Why do you think you're ahead of those other companies that have never been able to bring that to market? That's a great question. Okay. And, and the thing in Alzheimer's disease to remember, and, and we remember this all the time at Axiom, is we don't fully understand the way the actual underlying disease works. Not just us at Axiom, right. but the field more generally. Right. But the thing with RVT 101 is it's actually a neurotransmitter targeted therapy that actually in part works through the release of acetylcholine, which is already known to be an effective mechanism of action because that's actually very similar to how the currently approved drugs work. Okay. And so the way the drug works is has been demonstrated in clinical trials. In a large phase two study, phase two B study with 684 patients. Uh, by the way, Royvant Sciences Inc. Okay. Royvant, R-O-I. Mm -hmm. Stands for Return on Investment. Multinational double-blind placebo-controlled study, and this is the key on the pre-specified analysis, not some type of reanalysis or subgroup analysis, but on the pre-specified analysis, the drug actually demonstrated statistically significant improvements in both cognition and in function. All right, this is what I'd like to do. Uh, so, everyone, right now, I'm not trying to sway your opinion. All right, mm -hmm. I want everybody right now who is tuned in and hearing my voice. If you are very trusting of the uh, medical industrial complex, then go full-blown Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm. Stick with him. I don't know. If you're not, just remember he's a part of that and has worked on one of the ingredients in the death jab. Okay? He invested in people who were working invested on that. Invested right? in? What are you talking about? He had the patent to the lipid nanoparticle. Yeah. And sued because Moderna had stole uh, patented technology. He developed, his company developed the lipid nanoparticle. Right. Yeah. It, it, That's what I said. I, am I getting this straight? And he, yes, and he invested in that and technology. Not invested, they developed the lipid nanoparticle. Right. He invested in that technology to develop that. Yes. Yes, which was included as an ingredient. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, Alex Jones also needs to do some deep research and to follow Dr. David Martin. He should bring Dr. David Martin on mm -hmm. uh, because of transparency. President yeah. Trump needs to know this, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I was never, uh, especially when I saw what Vivek did uh, to President Trump, I called it out weeks before anybody else was calling it out, including you. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, I, you know, I do. Uh, but here's here's my thing, and and I want everybody to understand this. Obviously, Donald J. Trump has brought him on board, and he has. And, and here here's the thing: 
I'm not, will, a, I'm not against President Trump. We will see. We will see uh, what Vivek does and brings to the table. And Listen, I'm not disparaging President Trump. I'm not mm -hmm. disparaging Alex Jones. I'm not about causing division, but we, this is who I work for. You ready? You want to know who I work for? Yeah, I know who you Our viewers. Yeah. Period. Yeah. All right. Now, you also need to consider when I say, hey, everybody, go to a New York Times article. That's dangerous, you know, because the CIA <laughs> yeah. is writing that article. Well, yeah, of course they are. And right? they're, going to, they're going to put him in the but worst place that they possibly could. There's a lot of facts that are revealed, okay, when you look at this article, uh, how he made his, because they're attacking him. By the way, the best way to find out about anyone is to go to the opposition because they spend a lot of money doing deep research, mm -hmm. oppositional research. They spend a lot of money. So if yeah. you want to find out about Vivek, although I'm saying don't go to a New York Times article, I'm also saying go to a New York Times article <laughs> because they don't want Vivek and his billion dollars to be yeah. hooked up with President Trump, right? They don't want oh, that. they don't want it. No, they do not want it. So there's advantages and mm -hmm. disadvantages to going to this article. Right. Um, a lot of people, mm. um, would, you know, doesn't surprise me, but there's a lot of people out there who are really on the Vivek uh, train, right? And, and I get it. I get it because I do believe that I do believe that he's genuine when he says he wants to turn this country around and get back to, I believe he's a true capitalist. Is it, does that make sense? Yeah. I believe that he is. I believe that he really does want to turn this country around um, and uh, do good things, you know. And like all human beings, we are capable of doing good and bad and sometimes not knowingly doing bad things, right? But, um, I mean, that technology probably in its form when he invested in it looked like a, a miracle drug for people like my mother who had dementia, uh, people like my sister's uh, mother-in-law who died of Alzheimer's, uh, horrible death, horrible way to go. So, you know, it, it's research is vital for these people, right? And it was Donald Trump who um, passed the law, uh, the right to try law, right, Pete? Um, mm -hmm. People are trying experimental drugs that have no other hope. He gave them a right to do that. And, you know, research is important. We can't just damn research. And um, because we don't like what they did with the vaccine and with the jab, you know. And so... I don't know. I'm I'm open to watch and see what he does. I think he brings a lot to the table. I do. He does have a lot of things in it. I don't think a whole lot of things, but he has things in his past that he is going to have to answer for, for sure. And so we'll just have to see how it goes because he is on the Trump team, period. That's it. I saw it yesterday. I saw how Trump and Vivek, um, interacted with one another. I see his popularity uh, and it, with uh, top influencers, uh, people really like him, people who have met him, 
like him, they believe him. So we're gonna we're gonna see what happens with the vape. I think it's gonna be a non conversation. Yep. I'll be back enough. tonight for one more hour, LFA. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody say goodbye forever to Deb Jordan. Everyone say goodbye to Deb Jordan wow. right now. Here's your opportunity. It'll be Deb Santilli. Take a screenshot of that. It's the last time she'll be called Deb Jordan. All right. Bye, everyone. We'll see you on Wednesday, a week from today. <laughs>